I want to thank you for making my pillow 2.0 a huge success. Now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. Get a queen size for only $39.98 with your promo code. My pillow 2.0 is made with my patented adjustable fill. Plus, we've infused the fabric with our temperature regulating technology. You combine that with our brand new Mattress Topper 2.0, and I guarantee you, you get the best sleep of your life. It's the perfect time to get the MyPillow 2.0s for your friends, family, and everyone you know. They truly make the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save 50%. Get your queen size MyPillow 2.0, Regularly $79.96, now only $39.98, and king size just $5 more. From all of us at MyPillow, Merry Christmas and God bless. MyPillow.com Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Happy TGI Friday. I am your uh, honored host. Thank you very much for uh, letting me come back every single day um, uh, to lead this effort uh, at the microphone anyways, because I got my one-way communicator and uh, so many of the uh, three-letter agencies seem to be just glued uh, to my every word. So I'm honored uh, to be stepping out uh, in front of our mob, torch-bearing, by the way, um, to, to put them on notice. Your worst day is yet to come. Seek shelter immediately. It is a countdown right now uh, to 2024, which is the year that we will outlaw uh, communism forever. I said we'd put them out for 50 years. I say let's just make it permanent. Um, uh, we will smoke these communists out of their caves. Uh, we will do so in the most important year uh, of, of uh, I would say, of our lives, definitely. Um, but I, I believe that 2024 is going to become even more important, more significant than 1776. 1776 uh, was just a little practice run, okay? Um We've mastered the fine art of killing communism, and we are going to do it in 2024. Deb Jordan, we have 15 seconds, 15 seconds, and guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something very special here. You ready? Say hello and good morning uh, with your microphone on. Say it. Hello and good morning. Hello and good morning. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. Busy, this is busy, the best busy. way uh, to kick off this morning. You ready? Yeah. You want to hear it? Everybody pay attention all the way through because the most important message, okay? Uh, well, it's all the way through, but there's going to be something that takes place immediately after what you're about to hear, all mm -hmm. right? Stay all the way through. Listen to the words. Feel the passion. Okay. Ignite the burn. <laughs> right? Merry Christmas. Welcome. 
But my boy came home from school today With a look of frustration on his face I said, son, sit down and tell me what's wrong He said, dad, I don't know what my gender is Yeah, the teacher's been filling his head with So I took the time to put his little mind at ease on by while they strip our freedoms when we don't comply so we got down on my knees god what do i do gonna start ourselves a county grand jury not a right but a duty throw all the corrupt We are the way, the solution To keep all those that work for us in check And we learn how to die, forgotten how to live And we're so bound to the laws of man Can't see the freedom for security Not me Gonna start ourselves a county grand jury back in school teach your kids the golden rule do you want to own your homeland and never pay taxes on it again do you want to bring congress home yep. some county codes packing down the road do you want to laugh do you want to sing do you want to join me Start ourselves a county grand jury. Not a right, but a duty. Throw out the corrupt. That's played on the us. It's gonna be an epic revival. We can bring the fire from the remnant that's been silent way too long. Can you hear the call?
Hello, all you beautiful people. My name is Rob Lane. Just wanted to give you a brief overview and let you know that uh, that I'm just a blue collar worker, the same as all the rest of you out there. I live in Southern Georgia. And like most of you, I have been working, working, working just to try to stay ahead and try to pay the bills. And it seems like we're all just getting further and further behind. And on top of that, we got so much corruption going on within our, our county governments, our state governments, our federal government, obviously. And then they're trying to teach our children certain things that shouldn't be taught instead of teaching them what needs to be taught. And like most of you, I have been just trusting the plan. Or I have been waiting on a president to come back in office that's going to turn the country around and save us. And then one day I'm listening to one of my favorite patriot podcasters. And a gentleman from tacticalcivics.com, the founder, was on there and as a guest and started speaking. And for the first time in my entire life, I was able to hear the full-bodied solution to take back our country and restore it to the forefathers' design. And if you are one of those patriots that is tired of sitting on a fence, that is tired of trusting a plan that just seems to never come, and understands that a president doesn't have the authority to restore a nation, that that was given to the people, to the people, to we the people, by our forefathers, then I encourage you to come on over to tacticalcivics.com. Now, when you go on, you open that page. Don't hit the, don't hit the join now button just yet. Scroll down. There's a little small 11-minute video right there. Watch that video. As soon as you watch that video, if you feel compelled because you are the remnant, you are one of we the people, and you are ready, and you feel like you are part of that remnant that is ready to do something and help us restore the republic to the forefathers' original design, you've heard the phrase, freedom is not free. If you hear the call, you, if you can heed my call and you hear my call, then I encourage you to come join us. It's time to stand up, patriots. It's time to stand up. It's time to get down on our knees and thank God for what he inspired our forefathers to create. It's time to get back to what freedom really is. And ladies and gentlemen, mm. um, you know, there, um, if you ever wondered what uh, has taken us so long, um, it's directly attributed to the following. I had a conversation with uh, Craig Winklewitz uh, this morning, Market Ultra. We do that on Mondays, Wednesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. He's got a very God-centered approach to 
helping everyone understand the, the, the enslavement and the theft that's going on through the markets. It's a great thing. I want you to join us there. But anyways, um, he asked me a question. And I knew the answer to it. And I'm going to share that answer once again. He said, what is it going to take, do you think, that, you know, that, that the, you know, that we're going to be able to take this system back? And it will happen in one regard. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, have disparaged the flag and our patriotism, right? That's yeah, an, it's, it's a, uh, an, an inanimate object, okay? It's a flag. It waves. It's beautiful. It represents mm-hmm. a lot of things. Um, right. They have tried to delete our history, good and bad. You know, slavery was legal at one point in time. That's a bad thing. Uh, but it, it's a part of world history. Um, and we've abolished it. Uh, our nation's founding, okay, they want to delete uh, our nation's founding, like saying, oh, like for anyone to say that the Constitution is old and antiquated, it's not because the core principles, um, you know, even as it relates to the Second Amendment, when they say, oh, the Second Amendment's old and antiquated, mm-hmm. uh, no, because the principle of self-defense the right of the people to keep and bear arms uh, comes with what we were given by God when we were sent here, that we have an unalienable right to defend ourselves from predators up to and including tyranny. Um, So the Second Amendment is not old and antiquated if you realize what it was derived from. Our unalienable right to defend ourselves. Mm. And And we will. All right. So, so a constitution, okay, centered on godly principles, things that we were given. Uh, we hold all of these truths to be self-evident. <laughs> I mean, it is. it doesn't even require me to explain to those that oppose what we're about and what we're going to do and what we're upset about. It doesn't even require that. It, mm-hmm. We were born with certain unalienable rights. And that doesn't just apply to Republicans or Christians. You know, if Christians stand up for your family, if you're an atheist and you live in a purple house um, and a bunch of Christians are wanting to protect uh, what you were born with, you have a right to speak out. You have have the right to come and go freely. You have a right Mm -hmm. to defend yourself from uh, from predators. You, You have a right to be an atheist. And, and the government is kept at bay in the First Amendment, that, that, that no government shall ever infringe upon your right to believe whatever it is. And if you don't believe what I believe, guess what? You're not going to be harmed by me protecting your right to believe that and keep the government out of your, out of your home. Mm. No one's going to be harmed by our principles. But guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, when it gets to the point where each and every one of your families, if you're a grandmother or a great-grandmother and, and you're a dad or a mom, you personally have been impacted by this. Maybe you let, you know, we all fell asleep at the wheel and trusted those that would go and take the power that we give them. We consented by giving them the authority 
to protect our God-given rights. That's it. It's that simple, folks. Mm. It's that simple. Now, we, I can ask you to stand up for a flag. I can ask you to stand up for dirt, you know. Uh, stand with me out in the dirt, you know, and defend the Constitution as it relates to who owns the land and all that stuff. And most people are like, ah, you know, uh, a small group will stand up and say, yeah, you got to follow the law and not mess with the land, the dirt. Um, but when, and, and, and they're listening to me right now, trust me, they're transcribing every word. Especially right now. Right now. Okay, transcribe this and put it in caps, okay? And even deliver it to the judge. Um, you have messed with people, with us, with American family members. You can mess with our dirt, you can mess with our flag, you can, you can, you can change what's the routines in the schools, you can do all those things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can subvert the institutions of democracy, as they say, right? And and they say that we are a threat to their democracy. Mm. And I'm going to say you have no idea what you've done. You have no idea what you've done. Mm. Yes, I am a threat to your democracy because your democracy uh, you've changed from our constitutional republic founded on godly principles protecting our god-given rights and your institutions have absolutely violated those now what does that mean that means that your children and your children's children um, will not live free we are not living free we're no longer a constitutional republic. We're not. Um, because they're in power. They're not operating that way. And each of our lives are impacted by it. Your ability to earn a living, provide for right life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness is being impacted. Um, and I stand in defense, not just of my own, but yours. And we will protect each other's lives and future generations. And even if you're polar opposite of me politically, you're not gonna be harmed by me standing up in defense of your rights and your prosperity and your security in your home. The, we're people, they're, they're messing with people's livelihoods now. You mess with our flag, you mess with our people's livelihoods. You mess with our flag and it's disrespectful to those that have passed, but mm-hmm. they've been onto a better place. They're onto a better place. They're, 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 hopefully they sought eternal life. Hopefully. Well, I saw a couple of familiar Three minutes. faces. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. I saw a couple of familiar faces mm-hmm. in that video. Shauna Cox was in the video. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think there at the end, Bran Thornton was blowing the shofar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah, you know, and people from, you know, and Shauna Cox, and she knows this. she's a, a, a godly soul. Um, mm. uh, you know, Clive and Bundy, you know, the Mormon, right? 
and, and he loves people of every walk of life. He did, really does. He I, really I'm does. Not, I, I'm not just going to speak on his behalf. I'm going to go based on his actions. Mm -hmm. He does. And I want to invite everybody. And I'm not just saying this just to open it up. Um, I really want to focus on and reach out to the Democrats um, and, and say, you're, you're not going to be hard. They're telling you that Christianity is harmful. It's not. No, no Christian wants to. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, listen, some of the Christians don't like my version of Christianity. You know, they'll, Christians will tear each other apart in their little, you know. Yeah, because we're of this, you know, we're in this world. That's why. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, but, 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 but the overall concept of, uh, uh, of, of, of Christianity is not a bad thing. Our central principles right now are to defend our God given rights. Our interpretation mm -hmm. of the Bible, we can argue about that just like we do. Republicans and Democrats at the dinner table. Well, That's all it is, right? I learned this morning that Rob mm -hmm. Reiner has a new film coming out in February. He mm -hmm. released a trailer yesterday. Mm -hmm. And uh, Pete, you have that video. Mm. Actually, I put it. I, I put it in Notion. But, I will. Um, but listen to this. Now, let me give you guys the overview very quickly of what it's about. We have one minute. It is about. It is about condemning Christians, Christians, and especially Christians who believe in, in a nation that is a Christian nation, Christian nationalism. So I watched the trailer. What you get from it is he gathered together a bunch of woke pastors to condemn Christian Trump supporters. Wait until you guys see it. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming, you all. We all better be prepared for it, too. Won't well, we'll be back right after this break, you guys. Don't go away. It's a big show. Big interview coming up right after this with Dale Richardson. Wait till you hear who Dale Richardson is and why you need to know who he is and what he's doing. excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98 or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99 or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. 
Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food, it's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking. Another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well-being. Get your 60-day, no-risk, money-back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. Let's kick this sucker off. Happy TGI Friday. Previously on the Pete Santilli Show. Skip Steve Bannon for this next hour. He's coming on on Lindell TV. I'm going to say that you can re-listen to Steve Bannon. This live conversation with Bill Ogden, I'm not overblowing this. Mm -hmm. Everything that I've been doing since 2011 in this business has been preparing for the launching of what we need to do with tactical civics. I'm not overblowing this. A lot of great patriots that are fighting for my vote. Mike Lindell being one of them. President Trump, General yeah. Flynn. I mean, all of them are fighting for my vote. I care about one vote, and all of you should as well. Anybody Fs with my vote, and you try to sneak one in, you try to cheat and do whatever, okay? Um, it's on. It's on. You cannot take my vote and just have me sit there and take your communism as a constitutional, patriotic United States brain up against the communist Obama administration. They put me in a box and I had all of our discovery and I didn't, I never said my episode number, but all of my words, as they say, can and will be held against you, but the government took them out of context. So 
I now, every single episode, I make it count, A, I mean what I say, uh, and I put the episode number on there uh, because the communists will, you know, put me in a box and I'll need to go reference back to it. This particular episode uh, that we're going to uh, have this discussion with my next guest, 3,800 plus episodes, you've heard me. Uh, over and over again say come on people let's go let's ride we got and everyone's starving what do we do how do we do it pete you know uh, let's get organized we did the constitutional committees and we've got all of these great groups of patriots uh that are doing their absolute darndest with whatever we got and uh, sticks stones you know two cans of string um our souls our patriotism and our way of life uh, and then I discovered through Ann Vandersteel the past couple of months that the all of the dots have been connected for this important time. And in the past several months, they've kicked into high gear, um, taking the tools that they've built over many years now um, through uh, the leadership and patriotism of David Zunica putting together all of the tools that we need to fix our problems in the United States of America. There are a few guarantees in life, okay? A few guarantees. This is one of them. If you hear this and you take immediate action, which is simple, take those tools and we take ownership of every one of the 3,300 counties in the United States of America, we win. You could be fat, you could be Dumb as a box of paper clips like me. Um, you could be skinny. You could be tall, short, poor, rich, whatever. Come with your godly soul and your determination to protect life, liberty, and property. It's the most brazen crime since 9-11. But everybody knows that election 2020 and our entire republic was hijacked by enemies of the Constitution, and don't think for one second that we the people will sit by as communists and organized crime transmogrify America into a cheap imitation of Europe. In fact, we're living in the best time in 230 years of American history, and in this short video you'll discover why. Yes, I know, millions of Americans are heartbroken, they complain that America's finished. They say that the Constitution is dead. But the Bible tells us to resist evil and it'll flee from you. It instructs us to glorify God and to do works fit for repentance. So that's what we're doing. After 44 volunteers dedicated more than 60,000 hours to dig out the real problem plaguing America, we developed a full-spectrum solution a responsible new way of life called Tactical Civics. With over 150 chapters begun so far, our chapter founders are truck drivers and PhDs, homemakers and house painters, grandmothers and young parents, farmers, plumbers, professionals, software programmers, machinists, and homeschooling moms. Our mission is to get just half of 1% of America just a repentant, responsible remnant to end the hijacking of America by big cities and organized crime. 
Our work plan comes right out of the U.S. Constitution, and until Lincoln's war, we the people were doing this law enforcement. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's start with basic civics. Is our common bond truly freedom freedom without freedom you can't be a Christian no matter what denomination you belong to you can't be a Buddhist you can't own a donut shop you can't drive from here to Oregon you can't be an American because that's what it's all about and it's the only thing that it's all about nothing else Nothing else. It's about freedom. There is a time to pray and there's a time to stand. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I've always maintained a policy my entire life, and I've been blessed to not have to pay $872,000 for sex, okay? <laughs> um, but Joe Biden's crackhead bagman, Hunter Biden, uh, has been basically by force... Uh, and by the truth uh, that has come forward through the whistleblowers, because he could have gotten away with it, um, the Federal Bureau of Investigations has been directly involved in covering up Hunter Biden, and things related to Hunter Biden, because they are a spy agency. They must protect the assets of the intel services. And Hunter Biden's part of that. Joe Biden is part of that. Um, they had to usher in Joe Biden, FBI did. They mm. had a conflict uh, in that uh, by putting President Trump in there. Um, uh, President Trump was adversarial to their interests. So they manipulated an election. To this day, even the mainstream media, as these nine count indictments, this indictment comes down, they were going to pass on it. And then the IRS whistleblowers came forward and said, whoa, hold on a second. Uh, what he's done here, uh, you know, is being covered up and I'm being told to back off. So because of that, they had to bring this nine count indictment. Hunter Biden now faces 17 years in jail. And from the information, we've discovered a couple things. Uh, number one, he spent $872,000 in sex. Now, uh, does Almost that go a million to, does, dollars. Does that go to his immorality? That. Does that go to his immorality? Uh, I will say this. It is a direct reflection on the, not just the wrecking ball of the Biden administration, but Joe Biden ran his family uh, into a 
uh, sexual, perverted, um, and they're all PTSD as a result of the sexualization of his daughter, son, uh, mm -hmm. having him running around, just selling influence and taking money and doing all that stuff. Stuff is secondary to the fact that he took inappropriate showers with his daughter per her own diary. Mm -hmm. uh, that that uh, Hunter Biden, obviously, when you have to spend, because of your sexual addiction, $872,000, you mm -hmm. come from a family that that is helping to facilitate, even to this day, uh, child sex trafficking in the Ukraine, mm -hmm. um, uh, setting up a child trafficking network here in the United States of America. We're under the Biden Wrecking Ball administration, 100,000, at least 100,000 children that were in the custody of Joe Biden's Wrecking Ball administration have now gone missing, okay? Mm. Those children will also, because of the abuses uh, that, that Joe Biden's regime uh, uh, will expose them to, is that those are all potentially 100,000 that will, they may not have $872,000 to pay for their addiction, but they will live forever with um, uh, the after effects of the sexual abuses. The, these are, are people that have risen to power because of their sexual perversion. You can't get in the club unless you have that level of collateral, unless you're mm -hmm. willing to participate in the profits extracted from the demonic child sex trafficking and human trafficking networks and the sex cults. This is not a conspiracy theory. If anybody wants to challenge me, okay, you federal goons that are sitting there listening to me, you've been so compartmentalized, you, don't, you probably don't even freaking Google what I just said. I want you to do this. Instead of transcribing my words, calling me a conspiracy theorist, go read the transcripts from the Nexium sex cult trials. Go read that. And that's where I discovered that the way to maintain secrecy of the people within your cult uh, is in order to enter, you must provide them with collateral. And if you ever breathe a word and violate the secrecy oath, they basically do things like they did to Eric Adams, okay? All of a sudden, you know, you go against Joe Biden and you are just a common criminal, you know? They come after you with a lot of stuff and mainly the collateral you provided to them that will put you in jail. You give it to them. You say, I promise I won't say anything. And if I do, you can just release that and I go to jail. Um, that's how they're able to keep all this stuff secret. Mm. Read the transcripts from the Nexium sex call trial. Mm -hmm. uh, know that the human trafficking, just the mere fact that 100,000 children went missing, just that one thing alone, that is a fact. There's a whistleblower that said 100,000 children are unaccounted for. All right? This is not a conspiracy theory. Um, so what are we going to do about it? I want everybody to feel a sense of hope. President Trump can say, I'm going to go fight for you. And uh, we're going to drain the swamp. We're going to do all these things, right? All right. Mm -hmm. but, uh, picture this. Well, uh, now he's stronger because everyone realizes 
that every single residence is now impacted, that your life is literally being dismantled, your way of life, the people around you are being weaponized mm -hmm. uh, against you. Um, they're taking food off of your table. Uh, they're destroying your children's ability to get a decent education without being subjected to some Marxist professor and an anti-Semite at Harvard. Mm. That's a separate discussion, mm -hmm. right? Um, every person is now impacted. Forget about the flags. Forget about the dirt. Forget, forget about the patriotism. Forget about all that inanimate, you know, stuff. Now we have human beings. Those are you. We rise up. You ready? I'm, I'm going to say it again. Yes, I am a threat to your democracy. Uh, we're going to blow up, figuratively speaking, um, your institutions. If it's not constitutional, it's going to be gone. I'll give you one example, the Department of Education. Get rid of it. The CIA has been facilitating the Nazi movement around the world because it was anti-Soviet. Now they're addicted to it. Mm -hmm. We're going to break their addiction by smashing it into freaking pulverized dust. The FBI, um, gone. You're done. There's the, the good FBI agents, I know they exist. Um, and we will be able to find out who they are uh, by them leaving. If you've left the FBI, you're a good FBI agent. If you stay, you're an enemy combatant. Okay? You, you are waging war against the American people. And we are about to war back. Okay? We are. We're going to war back. Well, when you look at... Um, and you and look by the way, if you're threatened by that warring back, okay, we're going to push back. You know, we don't, we don't mean any harm to you, but go ahead. When you look at... When you look at uh, that almost a million dollar tab for sex, right? That, that just, that goes beyond, that goes beyond addiction. That goes to... That goes to mental illness. Where's that, where you, does that come from? You would have to be mentally ill. And don't forget that his daughter, when she was writing in her diary, she was in therapy and rehab for sex addiction. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden's daughter <clears throat> was very, I mean, she, that's what she talks about in her diary. Yes. That's what her conversation about her father. Yeah taking showers with her when she all the way up to the age of 11 and 12 years old that um you know was that the cause and the way her father sexualized her and treated her and acted toward her was that the cause of her promiscuity and yeah. she said i think yes it is yes she even blamed it on her father uh, we don't hear much about her drug addiction, but I'm sure she had it. Yep, but we do hear, uh, and here's the top news headline. You ready? It's a nine-count mm -hmm. indictment, and it was um, born out of force, okay? They mm -hmm. tried to suppress it. They tried to cover it up. They try, 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 try. Um, of course, the collateral damage is the destruction of our constitutional republic. If the FBI had done their job, and not suppressed all the information about the Hunter Biden laptop, mm -hmm. uh, we would not have to suffer through uh, through Joe Biden, okay? 
Um, he's, he's captured, and there are foreign entities. Okay, in this indictment that I have read page by page, here it is right here. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a 56-page indictment, uh, and there's a couple of key things that the mainstream media is just immediately, well, there's no connection to Joe Biden. There, what do you mean no connection yeah, to Joe is. Biden? Uh, there's a genetic connection to Joe Biden. First of all, Hunter Biden was the facilitator of funneling all this money. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden received money from e either secondhand from C the CCPs. CEFC. It's in mm -hmm. here. Owasco. There are mm -hmm. witnesses. There's transactions. Yeah. Um, uh, Hunter Biden not paying his taxes in that investigation will produce evidence that Joe Biden was taking payments directly from Owasco. Sure. Um, so we, we have a captured presidency, okay, captured by a foreign entity, and it is time to now protect our counties and isolate it from this bullcrap. They have no jurisdiction and authority over us, especially because they've been captured by foreigners. Uh, this is the equivalent, okay, of mm -hmm. CCP tanks rolling down your street. And it's time to freaking shoot at them, okay? Mm -hmm. um, communism. Uh, they've done this without rolling tanks through our streets. They dressed up their communism in a suit and tie and a bunch of fake teeth. They, they've they've co-opted these people. They're, 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 it's a foreign entity. It's hijacked the White House. He's not our president. It was a stolen election. And guess what else? What? They are now, per this interview that I'm about to share with you with Dale Richardson, he's, he's a, a mechanical engineer, a scientist, all right? Uh they, they, they have not only released a Wuhan lab, developed a bioweapon, um, but they have now set up an infrastructure, okay, technically through COVID, right? Mm -hmm. When they went to reopen businesses, they set certain standards to reopen businesses. Like if you're a haircutting place, you got to wear a mask, you got to do all this stuff to prevent the spread of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Businesses like the medical profession, dentists, uh, clinics, hospitals, doctors' clinics, so on and so forth, they have these ventilation standards, right, so that you don't spread disease. Um, uh, well, the ventilation systems were configured, modified, so as to do what? To accelerate the spread of COVID. And there's a whistleblower. His name is Dale Richardson, and I spoke with him, and he's got a lot of information. He pulled FOIA requests, the, the government, you know, there were procedures you'll hear, you'll hear about. If you're an engineer, you got the government, you hear the regulations, mm -hmm. make sure that, you know, put some fail-safes in place, right? That right. if you design a bridge, right, mm -hmm. uh, for the public to proceed over, the Golden Gate Bridge, right? It's a beautiful bridge, and it's constructed with certain steel that can withstand a certain amount of wind. And if too much wind comes, you don't want to leave the bridge open. You don't want people to go over it. So you've got sensors that detect that and shut it down, right? Mm -hmm. What the government did was it removed the sensors as to what was spreading through the 
ventilation system. Because if you detect the spread of COVID, right, mm -hmm. you don't want people to go into the building. You shut the building down or you shut the bridge down. You want to protect the public. Uh, those are the safeguards that are put in place, technically, to protect the public. You want to stop the spread of disease. No, what did the government do? In Canada and the United States, it was the equivalent of instead of vacuuming air out of the room, filtering it, and then blowing it back out, you know what they were doing? They reversed it. They removed the detectors, and they blew COVID into these facilities. He has documented proof of it, filed it with the courts. What do you think the government did to him? Mm. Hmm? All kinds of things. You'll, you're about I've heard to the sing. interview. <laughs> you're about to see. Uh, here's Dale Richardson. You don't want to miss this. But by the way, I don't need to uh, berate you. As a matter of fact, what I'm going to do, since the majority of you uh, are not participating in this effort, like you're not joining tactical civics, you're not supporting us you're you're just a feeding sucking you know writer of the, no that's no i mean this affectionately here's the deal i'm gonna now start catering to you the majority of you right um i'm gonna get these uh apathetic buzzard t-shirts and you guys are gonna have a new flag the american flag is reserved for those that are going to participate in this effort to restore our constitution and if you can't demonstrate you're doing something, you know, hey, I'm a poll watcher, right? Hey, I'm a, you know, I'm, I joined tactical civics. Hey, I did whatever, whatever it takes. Everyone needs to participate. Hey, I mashed the rumble button and support the show, right? If you cannot demonstrate that you're willing to participate in this thing, we're going to give you a new country. I, I want to give everyone who's just going along for the ride, not willing to participate, just let other people save their country. I want to give you a free T-shirt and a new national flag. We're going to remove the eagle from your flag, and we're going to give you guys the new national bird. It's the apathetic buzzard. And they're, we're going to give them away for free. You know how we're going to be able to do that? Hmm? How's that? We're going to take it out of the money that, you know, like that we're going to offer up everyone that's fighting, you know, an internet bill of rights, right? Like Mark Zuckerberg makes $5,000 on every person sitting there clicking and watching his website and, you know, selling your data. 5000 bucks per head per month. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to set up an internet bill of rights to where uh, you can get 1500 dollars per month of that 5,000 sent directly to you. Well, if you're not willing to fight against it, we're going to take the 1,500 bucks. We're going to buy you a t-shirt, a flag, and keep the remaining balance of it. The apathetic buzzards, since they don't care, we're just going to keep the money. Hmm. And we're going to put it towards good causes. So you get a free t-shirt, a free national flag, an apathetic buzzard flag, and we, small group of patriots that are willing to stand up and fight against all of that, okay, we're going to keep all of your money, and you're just going to be our slave bitches. <laughs> oh, jeez. What? Oh, no, why, I mean, why Why? Uh, why go with the uphill battle? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the majority. Uh, I mean, we literally could have made it. I think the lowest on the top 50 on the leaderboard on Rumble 
mm-hmm. was 650. We literally had 500 of like 20,000 people that came to the show. 500 pushed the button. So I, I, I want to talk to the 19,500, and I, I want to to get you all set up, get your free T-shirt. I'm going to take, 50, can you imagine, $1,500 per person in the Internet Bill of Rights that we'll be able to get. Um, and, by the way, um, we're, we're going to point guns at them, too, to take their money. And we are. Uh, I mean, they're, they're willing to sit there and not ask a question of the IRS, like, show me where it's legal, uh, you know, it's legal for you. Where's the, where's the law that says you must, I must pay personal income tax? Well, guess what people do? They're so cowards, such cowards, that they just pay it. They don't want to be bothered by the IRS. They don't want to ask the question like Joe Bannister did, right? Mm. IRS agent. He asked his boss, can you show me in the law? This guy asked me where the law is that says that we have to pay personal income taxes. Can you show me that in the law? He got fired, right? Mm-hmm. And then he came out and told everybody there is no law. Uh, just because they point guns at you, you guys are just giving up your money. Well, guess what? If you're going to be an apathetic buzzard with an apathetic buzzard flag and allow people to point guns at you and take your money, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to make a lot more money. Um, I, I won't piss you off. I'm going to be catering to you. Right. What do you think? I'm being facetious. Are you are you going to fight tooth and nail? You you literally have to fight hard right now. I mean, you should feel very proud, and you should, you should be waving that apathetic buzzard flag proudly. So we're going to have a national apathetic buzzard bird on your flag. We're going to remove the eagle, of course, right? We're going to give you a free T-shirt. You have to. You're working hard. Right? You deserve to be recognized and giving free stuff. Right? So just sit there. Don't do anything. I want to get you a free t shirt and I want to take your 1500 bucks from the money. Right? Because I don't want to give Mark Zuckerberg all 5000 I think you should get a commission. If you want to fight for that, you should get the. $1,500 of the 5000 that goes to Zuckerberg by selling your data, right? And if you don't want to fight for it, I'll take it. We'll have it diverted to us. What do you guys think? So let's cheer the buzzards on. They're fighting really, really hard to, to, to get their, their, their flag and, right, raise their flag. You think that's hilarious? <laughs> you don't like that. We actually have a logo design. I'm going to put it on the T-shirt. Right? Dale Richardson. Here's another thing. Every broadcast is prominently featuring MyPillow.com for many reasons. MyPillow.com forward slash Peach. Do all of your Christmas shopping there. Great deals right now. And there's going to be a telephone number across the bottom of the screen. And I want you... To know that when you call and place that order, um, you're not going to get your free T-shirt, your apathetic buzzard T-shirt, mm-hmm. and your flag 
you're disqualified. But okay? what you will get is a great night's sleep. And freedom. Yes. And helping save America. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. All right. Don't go away. This is a very important interview. I want to thank you for making my pillow 2.0 a huge success. Now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. Get a queen size for only $39.98 with your promo code. My pillow 2.0 is made with my patented adjustable fill. Plus, we've infused the fabric with our temperature regulating technology. You combine that with our brand new mattress topper 2.0, and I guarantee you, you get the best sleep of your life. It's the perfect time to get the MyPillow 2.0s for your friends, family, and everyone you know. They truly make the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save 50%. Get your queen size MyPillow 2.0, Regularly $79.96, now only $39.98. And king size, just $5 more. From all of us at MyPillow, Merry Christmas and God bless. MyPillow.com Engineering has even their own sort of engineering law because engineering is such a very specialized area that most people don't even really know about. Most people mm-hmm. don't ever actually have to interact with an engineer or technologist. Mm-hmm in their life because we kind of work behind the scenes to make sure everybody's life is better and so we have to make sure that we have high standards so i'm very angry at the people that allow this to happen because you want to make sure that people go home safely at the end of the day when you're building something and they didn't do that and they did it actually for nefarious purposes because the way that engineering works the only how that this happens is by deliberate intent they had to take something that worked, broke it, and gave it to people who had no idea what they were doing. And they should have been all over this a long time ago. And this is one of the reasons why the regulation that they have needs to be adjusted because people were silenced from telling the truth. And that should never happen, especially when human life yeah. is at stake. And it's not necessarily COVID that you have to worry about because that wasn't designed to wipe you out. It's the things like the vaccines that can be transmitted through the aerosols, the graphene oxide that's going in there, the NEPA, Haniba virus, the Marburg Ebola, even the monkeypox that they said was person-to-person is also weaponized in level four labs as well for aerosol transmission. So, so everything they've told you. Yeah, so all of those safeguards, um, all that stuff, as it relates to uh, ventilation systems, uh, that you discovered that we're as we're supposed to stop, you know, contaminated air from flowing, right? If you want to stop a pandemic, that you discovered that this thing is designed to put the stuff out and propagate it, correct? Accelerate yes. the spread. Christmas time in the city. Ladies and gentlemen, I came uh, to the story you're about to hear uh, on Lindell Network on 
the Diamond and Silk show. Silk had interviewed, um, you know, we, 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 we pursue special, you know, interest stories, intriguing stories, and especially those people that, you know, A, are, you know, um, are pursued by, you know, the, the evil cabal, you know, the people that are, have hijacked our governments. They go after people that are trying to stand up and, and do what's right. Uh, it was such a compelling story. I reached out to my next guest. His name is Dale Richardson. He's a mechanical engineering technologist. This is important because when, you know, when, when we establish credibility uh, as to, you know, when somebody says, I've, you know, I suspect that this would happen. And we're outsiders to these massive global criminal conspiracies that are being perpetrated upon humanity, crimes against humanity. So the topic of discussion here, we're going to make uh, certain uh, inferences, uh, but, you know, I don't have, uh, you know, top secret security clearance with the CIA, but I can sure tell you that the CIA was involved sitting right next to the CCP's equivalent of a CDC director in um, September of 2019, um, uh, the CDC director had to have known that at the Wuhan lab that the China virus was released. October of 2019, they did event 201 and the CIA's Avril Haynes was sitting directly next to him and they were talking about before anybody had known anything about the potential for a lab leak, how to cover up the potential for a lab leak uh, before anyone could spell COVID in October to uh, uh, October of 2019. So you, you could, we can do some dot connecting and some pretty well-informed, you know, mechanical engineering technologist uh, whose job it is to know all of the details that we're going to discuss here. Um, he, he pioneered research in HVAC infection controls and uncovered a biological weapons distribution system. The COVID-19 virus designed to look like a random outbreak that was implemented by the CDC. Um, Dale and his oldest daughter were literally tortured and persecuted for exposing that delivery system uh, for bioweapons in Canada and the United States. The delivery system still exists in Canada and the United States and will be used in what we now know to be future pandemics. It's a rinse and repeat methodology. We see how and why they, they design these systems, they release them, and then they implement their controls we see the next round, you know, they say that the next pandemic will come and we must prepare. And then they bring the next pandemic and nudge us and advance us um, towards their controls. What better way to get us to go to them for a solution to the problems that we create than to cause death and fear in the populace. It is horrifying that they're doing this, uh, but it's also a blessing that we come together with people like uh, Dale Richardson. And Dale, I, I welcome you uh, to my show um, 
for, for the first time, sir. Welcome to the show. We had a great conversation right before we came on for you to get me up to speed, but I'm so glad we connected and welcome to the show, sir. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thank you for, thank you for joining me. So let's, uh, let's, I, I, I want to do this. There are some technology uh, that there, there are some intricacies here and I don't want to lose anybody, you know, coming right out of the gates. Um, so I want to get, give everyone a thumbnail version of what they're about to hear. Okay. Um, and then stay with us all the way through the conversation. Um, Dale, it was your job. Um, you know, when, when the pandemic was happening, for instance, I came out of the military, you know, uh, I didn't tell you this, you know what my job was in the United States military? A aviation deployed weapons, which included nuclear, biological, and chemical and conventional aviation deployed weapons. So I understood the power of a biological weapon. I did. So when they said that we have a, you know, a virus that is spreading and there was potential for it, for that to be a biological weapon. That was a, an automatic assumption right from the beginning was spreading. And they said two uh, you know, two weeks to flatten the curve. I took that very seriously. I understood that we, the people had to do something here. If we were a biological weapon, there was a certain countermeasure to that, that we had to take effect. Otherwise we'd all die because I understood why, but what biological weapons are intended to do. So two weeks to flatten the curve, right? I was all about it. I was concerned. I was concerned for my fellow man and woman, but then I started seeing a lot of anomalies and I said, something's not right here. This seems more of psychological warfare and things were not matching up. So I had a little bit of a technical background in weaponry. I understood its power. But the overwhelming force that was coming at my soul and my brain, I figured it out that this is a, you know, they, the, the term was used mass formation, right? And it seemed like they wanted to get everybody into compliance to overreact. And it was instigated by fear. Uh, and people were following along and they started to lose all of their logic. So I quickly went from two weeks to flatten the curve to, Oh my goodness, this is out of control. I mean, they've weaponized everybody around me. Nobody can think for themselves. Um, for you, uh, there were businesses that, that were harmed. We all know that every single community had businesses that were harmed. Lockdowns, we got into that, that illogical, like you could go down to the grocery store or Costco and stand in line for food, but you could not, you know, go to a small business only big box stores that our elected officials had done insider trading and said, invest in Costco, Walmart, and, you know, and Amazon, you know, uh, well in advance of the, you know, the lockdown, but you couldn't go to a small pizza shop. They were destroyed. Small businesses were. So you're a consulting business and you were helping a dental clinic. Uh, get into compliance with the new standards to allow them to reopen, right? So you were looking at some technical data as to get them into compliance with respect to their their ventilation systems, right? Uh, at what point, uh, 
for yourself, tell our listening audience, you were concerned and you had a technical knowledge and you wanted to get these businesses off the ground. And I take it you, you know, you had the same frame of mind as in this is, this is urgent. This is important. We want to recover and get these businesses open back up again. At what point did you discover, oh, something's not right here like I did? I noticed it was more psychological warfare than, you know, than a pandemic. Tell everybody. Well, I mean, I, I knew something that was wrong when I began to look at uh, the engineering controls because they didn't make sense. And so there was not enough information for it to be properly implemented. And so I started to ask questions. And when I started to ask questions, I got a lot of pushback. And I first I said, okay, maybe this was, you know, this was some, an error, mm. right? But then I began to look, as I began to find the correct information, I understood that it wasn't. And I saw this error repeated in multiple jurisdictions in Canada and the United States, which that's like giving 100 teachers marking 2 plus 2 equals 5. In it, It's impossible. Can, right? can, I, can I use a silly analogy? Um, just correct me if I'm wrong. Like you're, you're a mechanical engineer. And you're saying, okay, we're going to set up a, a, an air filtration system, right? It's going to pull particles out of the air and we're going to filter them and then put out good clean air, right? Normally with a, with a ventilation system. So when you said it, it didn't make sense. When you're looking at it, you're looking at the standard and normally you have to pull stuff out of the air and then clean it through the filtration, then put out good clean air, right? The, in a dental clinic. And you discovered just as an analogy, that they specifically said, do the opposite. You know, push, you know, the dirty, you know, unfiltered air back into the environment intentionally. Just reverse the fan and do the exact opposite. Uh, as in, push, you know, the harmful, you know, bacteria, whatever it would be, back out into the environment without anybody knowing. Just keep that air flowing. That's a silly analogy, but... Is that the type of anomaly that you discovered that it was just the opposite of what you're supposed to do? Yeah, but the, the worst part about it is that you wouldn't know whether or not your system worked or not because they kept away an important piece of information. See, engineering is a science that they derive their formulas by testing things that actually exist, right? So if you're building a bridge, they would test the beams through destructive and non-destructive testing, they would get the formulas to replicate something that exists. Mm. So once you have that, you have a lot of paperwork to demonstrate that this is true. And it's so they took something that worked and then they took away, made it not work. And it was very critical what they took away. And it was like, well, how are you going to make that work? It's not possible, right? But what, the person can, people right. they were giving it to would now, never know. Now, can you can you uh, say that uh, they they made it to uh, not work and and and, and to conceal um, it by not properly testing the air? So nobody had any idea that it wasn't working because you had no no measure like a thermometer as far as heat or you know measuring the level of uh, air particulates. Is it, how did they, what did they remove from the system that had to be there to discover what well, worked? 
it, it, it's more how you set it up. It's like calibrating um, okay. something. Like say if you're calibrating, uh, setting up your your car, and you're basically making sure that you hit top dead center, mm-hmm. right, with your pistons, right? right? It's like throwing off your timing in your car, but you have no idea that that's happening. So you're going to cause it to misfire a bunch of times, and it's going to cause a lot of damage. Uh-huh. This is essentially what they did. And so the person would go there who didn't know what they were doing and set it up in a wrong manner. So you might think it was going to be working, and you paid somebody to do it, but it's not working at all. And that's wrong, extremely wrong. Now you, so I was you, like, you mentioned something to me earlier. I, I want to interject this because our listening audience will understand this. So you have, you know, dental clinics. You're you're, you're a consulting firm, and you're highly qualified. Um, you've got, you know, uh, higher paid employees. They're scientists. They're experts in their field. It costs. I'm just going to use an example: a hundred dollars per hour for your consulting services. Highly qualified, yeah, professional, scientific expertise um but businesses wanted to get up and running as quickly as possible they had already lost money they were in arrears and they said well you know there are other people that may be less qualified they'll charge twenty dollars an hour and they may not be as knowledgeable um so the the business that's struggling wants to get off the ground quickly and they naturally gravitated to those individuals that were less qualified at 20 bucks an hour because they couldn't afford the hundred dollars an hour they had to get up and running and you discovered that that may have been intended that that was by design that less qualified people would not detect what they were up to yes because the information that they kept off of the guidelines would have given those less qualified people an understanding that they didn't know what they were doing and so taking that away, they would just go ahead and said, well, this is easy enough. I can figure it out and I'll go to the salesman and bypass the engineer. You don't need it. Well, that's really not what they should have did. And the responsibility came from the government to provide the proper information and who it needed to go to. They didn't do that. So you were assigned uh, to a dental clinic and you made this discovery. Um, was your initial reaction, uh, was it, oh, uh, this is some sort of a conspiracy, or you just said that this is, a, we're doing this wrong, and you brought it to somebody's attention? Yes, I, I was like, well, this is something that was wrong. He said maybe somebody made an error. This comes from the government. They're incompetent, right? Of course, right. And so, so when I started to ask these questions, I started to get pushback. And when I got the pushback and got the runaround and I asked for the engineering report and the justification for why they did what they did, there wasn't one. And I'm like, you can't do that, right? That's, if I did that, prison instantly. Prison? Like, that's what, oh, yes. Criminal culpability, you're saying that that you went to find out um, from the regulatory body, uh, how did you come up with this standard here? Uh, that has to be very meticulous, right? Because lives could be lost. And they said, sorry, we don't have such a thing. Yes. And I even pulled freedom of information requests. They had no engineering justification, not one page. 
and you'd have to have a long history of that and because they did something that doesn't even make sense no one would sign their name to it right that's suicide and at the same time in parallel i i, I do want to interject this one thing because i think you've made this discovery as well i'm sure you did um the governors at the state level here in the united states and you're in canada by the way this this started in in canada uh and you also do business in the united states but the governors received a boilerplate emergency declaration then they were told you we need to get this thing off the ground and and certain governors were asked what what, what you know your your health directors and what what lo logic did you use to in, implement this emergency declaration and some of them said we just received this thing well where'd you get it from uh, i don't know they were sent boilerplate emergency declarations that they were just rubber stamp and sign off without any background and justification for doing such a thing and intentionally harming their economies they just willy-nilly grabbed this boilerplate emergency declaration and then after the effect they found out where did this come from and we shouldn't have done this right oh yeah I mean, as you're looking through some of what was done in the States, you saw, you know, they were timed and it was like a coordinated effort, same thing here in Canada. And you saw those guidance documents pushed from the CDC into, you know, Canada and the different states in the United States. And you see them following the same marching orders. And so when you construct a delivery system for a biological weapon that's designed to make a look like a random outbreak that's a crime this is why like doctors like peter mccullough would say that they were finding covert hot spots because you get these randomized failures and you'd see it in certain places that were associated with poorly ventilated spaces because it's easier to make the aerosols transmit that transmit biological weapons or even naturally occurring diseases mm. under these conditions yeah. so I, I, I'm going to, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to, I'm going to make uh, this urgent, uh, public, um, declaration that recently within the past week, uh, a friend of mine, his name is Tom Rents. He's an attorney. He was at the forefront of, you know, the health freedom at the legal side. There were people that were locked up in hospitals. He got into this. And then whistleblowers started to come forward. He made a discovery in a, pub, uh, a, a public, uh, um, uh, he published his findings that, that DARPA in a declassified document, DARPA in August of 2019 uh, had aerosolized um, SARS-CoV-2. So I'm going to say here in, in this segment, I'm gonna connect you to attorney Tom Rents, period, because you there are a lot of dots here that they can be connected. And between him and his findings and, and his whistleblowers and your technical expertise, and then of course the medical professionals like, you know, like uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, and of course Dr. David Martin, who is one of the top he's the one of the top researchers helping to expose this. So I'm gonna connect you too. Um, because I don't think you were made aware of that release of the declassified document on DARPA, were you? 
No, I mean, I've been under heavy persecution here oh, yes. in Canada. I'm right. probably the most hated man in Ottawa that no one knows about. Right. And and no, I didn't mean to catch you off guard, but these are just yet other dots to be connected as this information comes forward. And and, and you may be able to lend something uh, to Tom Rents that he may not have fully realized oh, when he read the declassified oh, document. Oh, yeah. This is engineering has even their own sort of engineering law because engineering is such a very specialized area that most people don't even really know about. Most people mm -hmm. don't ever actually have to interact with an engineer or technologist mm -hmm. in their life because we kind of work behind the scenes to make sure everybody's life is better. And so we have to make sure that we have high standards. So I'm very angry at the people that allow this to happen because you want to make sure that people go home safely at the end of the day when you're building something and they didn't do that. And they yeah. did it actually for nefarious purposes mm -hmm. because the way that engineering works the only how that this happens mm -hmm. is by deliberate intent mm -hmm. they had to take something that worked broke it and gave it to people who had no idea what they were doing and they should have been all over this a long time ago and this is one of the reasons why the regulation that they have needs to be adjusted because people were silenced from telling the truth and that should never happen especially when human life yeah. is at stake yeah yeah i'm just adding something to it uh as you can imagine ladies and gentlemen uh a mechanical engineer that is is um uh, designing let's say fail safes or you know maybe there's stress fact fractures in the steel that's being used for the you know for for the construction of a bridge right things are going to happen uh along with the mechanical engineering design uh comes the you know how, how to contend with the fail safes to make sure that people don't die so you may have a mistake a bridge may fail but you've got safeguards in place to stop people from coming on the bridge when you have sensors that say there's too much sway it can't right like the the golden gate bridge and stuff like that so mechanical uh, engineering technologists that's the kind of stuff that you do is you'll design it but you'll pr plan for the eventuality of a failure and of course prevent the loss of life with safeguards correct oh absolutely you have to make sure that when you're designing something you look at the risk and you look at the consequence of that risk and take the necessary reasonable steps to mitigate there so obviously you can't remove all risk but you have to get it down to an acceptable level when you have an unknown in your system that you can't account for that is an unaccessible risk that's how you kill people with this is never to be done with the bridge analogy uh just using that one that everyone can relate to it's the golden gate bridge you know you have to consider sway and stress and all that stuff and shut down the bridge make sure nobody's on it when you discovered through this ventilation uh, regulation uh, that essentially the equivalent of, hey, just turn off the sensors and keep traffic flowing, don't worry about it. Yes, that's exactly what they did. And you didn't test the steel that you built the bridge with, right? So this is, this is the level that it is. It's because people can't see the pathogens in the air that it makes it hard for them to understand. 
But this is something that is so egregious. It's like, yes, not having any sensors, not testing your steel and building a bridge. And then you're going to have a, it's a disaster waiting to happen. And it's not necessarily COVID that you have to worry about because that wasn't designed to wipe you out. It's the things like the vaccines that can be transmitted through the aerosols, the graphene oxide that's going in there, the NEPA, NEPA virus, the Marburg Ebola, even the monkeypox that they said was person-to-person is also weaponized in level four labs as well for aerosol transmission. So, so everything they've told you. Yeah. So all of those safeguards, um, all that stuff as it relates to uh, ventilation systems uh, that you discovered that were as we're supposed to stop, you know, contaminated air from flowing. Right. If you want to stop a pandemic that you discovered that this thing is designed to put the stuff out and propagate it. Correct. Accelerate yes. the spread. Yes, and what? that's right. And what what I actually demonstrated is one of the focuses of my degree was to assess technology and implement it. So what's the best uh, course of action to, to take? So researching the technology and then implementing it. I actually presented a system that could actually save people money and give them proper infection controls, increase the life of their system, so you get the proper infection controls and then you would save money on top of it who wouldn't want to do that that's right that's right um so the design of uh, we'll say ebola everybody knows about ebola right uh, let's say you design something in the laboratory um and we've seen ebola there's been a couple of instances where they you know they thought they were going to get something to take hold but they couldn't get it to spread fast enough seems like with uh with covid uh that they had the gain of function testing they had whether accidental or intentional the release out of the wuhan lab and they had the methodology to get it to spread and take hold pretty quickly to give them i mean i'm, I'm gonna the far-reaching statement here um speculative but there's plenty of prima facie evidence that they knew what they were doing in advance. Fauci and Barrick, knowing exactly what they were implementing, was going to cause death by telling all of the hospitals to incorporate remdesivir, for instance. It was going to, they had the propagation of their bioweapon and then the succession of, you know, taking remdesivir, your lungs fill up, you get on a ventilator and people die. And that was by design. Period. Well, oh yes, this whole thing was from design. It was designed to kill. Because when I looked at what uh, some of the research of what the WHO and the CDC learned from the 2003 uh, SARS outbreak, things that they knew that caused death and spread of disease, they actually implemented in into uh, the pandemic response. And that was from the engineering side. And then when you when I began to look at the work, for example, of the other professionals like Dr. Paul Alexander, Dr. David Martin, um, I have Dr. Marcus's work, and uh, several other medical professionals, I saw the same thing. And I looked at the industrial hygienists talking about the masking protocols, 
and they're all saying the same thing. So every stage of the pandemic response was designed to increase disease and sickness. And so it was like a stage one biological attack to give you the stage two. And the vaccines can also be transmitted through aerosols as well as the graphene oxide. So this is very bad. Very bad. Now, sir, um, what what I'm going to do uh, is is I'm going to, and I, and I want uh, everybody um, to, to understand that when, when I watch this video, obviously they use, you know, the full force of the government, those that are, you know, with guns and badges and law enforcement authority uh, to, to, to stop you in your tracks as to what you were doing. The video that everybody is about to see um, that I'm going to I'm going to play all the way through and, and without any commentary, I'm going to play it. It's going to be played and then we'll come back and provide some commentary as to what happened. So you started getting pushback. At what point did they notice that you weren't going to back off, that, 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 that they had to stop you? And what led up to this? This interaction between uh, you, your daughter, Keisha, and the police, what, what happened? Well, when they knew that I was going to file criminal complaints, and I came in and actually filed it, I talked with a constable, Burton Roy, from the RCMP, which is like the feds in Canada. And what I described to him and step-by-step step explained to him what was going on, then he had to file the complaints. He can tell that he didn't want to. But when he understood what I was telling him, he knew he had to file them. And it was intent to start off as criminal negligence, which was very basic. But he knew that what was being presented was more than negligence. It was treason. You can't have an act preparatory to levying war by having a biological weapons distribution system. So when they saw that those complaints were filed, they knew I was serious and they had to stop me. And when they didn't investigate, I took them to court because it's in the public interest to know that you have a biological weapons distribution system just sitting around in your country for anybody to exploit. Anybody could exploit it. That's insane. You can't do that. So, so you're trying, and obviously through filing the complaints, you're making full public disclosures, a matter of public interest. You're, you're going to... Um, uh, where was, um, was this, uh, uh, where, where you were at? Was it the legislature or the, um, uh, the courts? I was going to the court of King's bench in, uh, Battleford, Saskatchewan, cause that's where we were at at the time. Mm -hmm. And so when the, the RCMP actually shut me out of their detachment, they wouldn't let me come in to bring any more evidence after I filed the complaints. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to sue you guys, right? I'm going to take this to court. And there were several parties that were interested that were tied to this. And so everybody who was involved, I was like, well, I'm going to sue you. And now you're interfering with the business operation as well and doing it by persecuting both myself and my daughter. That's not allowed, right? If somebody can operate a business. You can't try to harass or persecute people in order to do so and there was contract breach as well and so i served them and so forth and then instead of allowing me in and i got this from freedom of information request that the judge actually 
directed the RCMP to keep me out of the court the day before. You can't do that either, right? So I show up to go to court and me and my daughter, we get arrested trying to enter the court, trying to get an investigation that was in the public interest. But if they had investigated it, they would have had to shut down the entire pandemic response and explain why that happened, why you have a delivery system for a bioweapon and you're shutting people's business down. So that was that was a big problem for everybody, especially the vaccine makers. And I, I heard them citing the justification for uh, your arrest is that you weren't following uh, the proper protocols, the laws, the regulations due to the emergency that you were to just show up on Zoom. You couldn't show up at the courthouse, but there was no such regulation prohibiting you from showing up and doing the filing in person, right? For one, I was an essential service. And and so they they tried to use a family court matter and say that that was a telephone hearing. But I had a hearing for the essential service and that's not restricted by anything, right? This is of the utmost importance. It's a matter of national security. You don't sit down and say, I'm sorry, but you have to have a telephone hearing, but the country can be attacked with a biological weapon by any of its enemies that they can just pick off the internet and know that it's there. You don't do that, right? Mm-hmm. And they knew full well that they they uh, didn't want that to happen. They, they knew they couldn't stop me, but they used the family matter, which was the same day, to try to use that, and they couldn't do that. So they arrested me, and they said that I was crazy. These are the people that were the subject of the criminal complaints, and they did, had a vested interest in doing so. Everybody had a vested interest in keeping me the court that we were involved in that arrest, including the RCMP, and, and because just, they failed to do their duty. And just out of curiosity, um... You know, when he first started bringing it uh, attention to government officials and making discoveries, um, and they were pushing back, that was the beginning of your journey. And then you're doing public filings, and they wanted to stop you because obviously, you know, that's lifting the veil. And they, you know, they want to, they, they don't want to be held accountable, so they can just pretend like, well, we just didn't know. Uh, but by you showing up to court making full disclosures, uh, proves the point that they know because you've served them notice. Um, what was the time frame between the two? Because this, uh, you know, as they say, uh, that that accelerated pretty quickly. Uh, uh, when did they start really starting to clamp down on you from the point at which you started to where this happened at the at the courthouse? It, it I, probably around uh, end of April is when I started to. Uh, ask questions of what, May is of what I, year of what year of 2020 April of 2020 okay until yeah. you show up at the courthouse that was July 23rd of 2020 this is fast oh yes yeah uh, because when you take into consideration the amount of time and effort that was um, put into this pandemic response even just from a manufacturing perspective of the vaccines, it was impossible for them to manufacture that quantity of vaccines in that short period of time. There was This was preparation beforehand. And so a lot of people invested a lot of money and had this been able to come out in 2020, well, they couldn't have cheated in the election. That means that 
Trump would be in office, Trudeau would not be in office, and so a lot of these other people would be in problems because they were able to make, especially in the states, the unconstitutional changes to the elections using justifying COVID rather than going to the states to make those changes through the legislative assemblies in each state. And so they use this to overthrow a duly elected government. And there's only one word for that. It's treason. You can't do that. You unleash a bioweapon to interfere with an election, you're dead in the water. And you help to do against another country. That's provoking war. That's how that's how wars are started. Mm. And I'm like in Canada, we don't want that. Mm-mm. Nobody wants that. So why would you do that? And, and all right. under the guise of, I mean, they broke the law uh, under the guise of, well, it's a, you know, it's an emergency and uh, they gave themselves the emergency authority by having these governors sign off on these things. So uh, they said, well, it's an emergency, so we're going to break the law. We're going to violate our own state's constitutions as to how we, you know, reformulate election law. And they just did it willy-nilly by statute versus by their own constitutions, correct? It it wasn't even statute. It was just because I said so. Like, yes, you might write in a law saying that you have the ability to have a mandate, but you can't strike down the constitution of your country and break the criminal laws in order to justify any type of emergency. Mm. You don't torture people and say that, well, this is to keep you safe from a disease. Mm. No, it's nonsense, right? Yeah. I mean, who does that? Yeah. All right. Like I said, uh, I'm not going to talk over the video. I'm going to play this video. Uh, And the police force uh, and the full force of the government effectively behind it uh, to stop you from putting them on notice and providing all the all the technical information and all of your research um and this happened out in front of the courthouse and um your daughter is with you um without further ado for what? This is an illegal war. Oh, sorry. No, it is not. This is a lie. This is a lie. This is a lie. You are stopping me from doing a lie. What is the reason for the arrest? 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 This is the reason for the arrest. What is the reason for the arrest? Stop! You're resisting arrest and... No, what is the reason for the arrest? 
hearing you guys are not supposed to be here for the court hearing it's a telephone hearing no it's no, not it isn't. Yes, it that's not what's listed oh, it's not. that's not what's listed it's not a telephone hearing sir she's not supposed to be in public it's notarized that's not what it says it, it says, says that i can wear a mask it says that you can wear a mask pulling me it says that you can go to to things that are necessary isn't court necessary though Those are my glasses. You need to back up. Oh, sorry. What about the court hearing? Um, my agent to take my corporate property. No, give my corporate property to my agent. Not your agent. Let it go. Give it straight to the agent. The agent. Not you. The agent. Thank you, sir. Now. Let you know now. This is the declaration. I guess goes to the keys go to my agent. Oh. Keys go to my agent. Keys. Let him go to his hands. You see? This is. No, you will not touch them. They go straight to my agent. They're going straight to my agent. Okay, okay give you see? He's right there. Give you him see? the key. Oh, there's another key. Okay. No. You see, take my business phone. Not you. My business phone. No, I'll grab it. I'll make sure that he's comfortable. Take the business phone, sir. Thank you. This is okay. Okay. Are there any other belongings there? Those are the corporate property. Yeah. Oh, careful. Wait, I need that other one. You gotta wait. You have to wait. I need that other one, sir. We're not time to listen. That's the corporate. You have to show me this word. Show me this word. Show it. Property. Show me the warrant. I need that Show USB. Show me the warrant. Before I do anything. Show me the warrant. No, show me the warrant. Show me the warrant. No. No. Show me the warrant first. Show me the warrant. Show me the warrant. Show me the warrant. I'm going to come here. Yeah, go, go, go. This is illegal. This is illegal. This is illegal. Okay, sir. Um, it is uh, it, ev everyone. Okay, uh, watching this, you know, uh, will have been horrified by what just what just happened. Um, the rank and file police officers that are quote unquote. We hear this a lot. I don't know if you hear it up in Canada. We're just doing our jobs. You know, they're made unaware. They're they're weaponized. They're they're told that you're the most evil person on planet Earth, and they have to save the public. You know, and, and they, they actually believe that they're doing, you know, good public service. They're unaware that they're, you know, their master is weaponizing them, not giving them the right information, sending them after you. Um, and, 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 and it is violence that is perpetrated upon us. I even, I have a term now, judicial violence. Um, that they that they use against us, bringing that level of force to overpower you. 
uh, to us, that is. Um, so how long, you're put in handcuffs, you're taken away, your daughter is, uh, is restrained. There were some anomalies there too that were very odd, like they stuck her in the vehicle with her, with her, with her backpack, which is, that's kind of weird when you make an arrest. You, you typically don't get your backpack with you, and she wasn't even frisked. They, they detained her, they overpowered her, and they got her out of the way. Uh, was Cassius the pronunciation of her name, correct? Yes, yes. Was she arrested and booked? No, she was taken actually under the guise of the COVID quarantine. But then they the contractor trace her at the dentist that i took her at where i was sitting right next to her and they didn't contact trace me but they took her to her facility where she worked at and she was actually a peace officer and they they you know had men search her no women you know they interrogated her for the about the engineering controls and so forth and like told her that they were going to take her out of the province they couldn't guarantee her safety she needed to cooperate with them and all these things you don't take somebody to extract information and then tell them that you're going to do bad things to them that's mm -hmm. that's torture right you, you don't isolate them and put them into places like that and clear out a wing of the maximum security side of a mental hospital prison now she she is um uh it's a family business i take it you're consulting from uh, she's from the united states a u.s citizen no, she's she's an Indian, so she has the right on both sides of the border because the J Treaty, right? There's no border for Indians, right? Oh, so they okay. go across freely. They can go across freely. Okay. Um, she lives in the United States? Yeah, she is. She's in the United States right now because if we were both in Canada, we'd disappear. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Wow. Is she also an engineer? No, she's not. She was going to school at the time, but then she didn't get to finish because of all of this nonsense that was going on. And they actually punished my daughters in order to shut me up because they knew I was never going to shut up. And so they took my youngest daughter. The judge actually, when I was strapped to a bed and being drugged against my will, gave away my youngest daughter, cut both me and my oldest daughter off from my youngest daughter and stripped me of the house i was living in everything that i had corporate property and everything and uh, gave it over to my ex and said that the house could be sold while i was being tortured and uh at the direction and instigation of the court and then everybody acted like they didn't know where i was where, where i was but the sheriff from the court actually participated in the arrest and i had freedom of information requests from the occurrence reports that demonstrated as such and the guy actually that filmed it that said they said he was my son-in-law and i found out after the fact that he sexually assaulted my daughter while i was uh strapped to that table being drugged against my will and he also did it in the united states several times when i was in colorado being tortured to stop me from uh See, this is, in the and, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. This is what I'm referring to as judicial violence um, to discover through surveillance and learning about your profile. You know, you start bringing this stuff up and then the system is 
energized to go after exploits like uh, the domestic situation. You've got an ex, you've got custody issues, and they strip you of everything that is, you know, beloved to you. You start messing with your family. Uh, but, but this was done to slow you in these public disclosures, correct? Yes, the timing of it was impeccable. Like when you look at the timing of it, it's like either every person around me has the best luck and I'm the most unfortunate person because 100% of the errors and omissions happen in favor of everyone else at the worst possible times for me whenever I'm trying to go forth and bring this evidence forward. And when you begin to look at that, it's statistically impossible for it to be random happenstance, right? It's it's just not even reasonable. And, but, and, and uh, they can craft a narrative uh, too and say, oh my goodness, he's just, uh, you know, there's a, a domestic situation. He's distraught and he's just out of his mind and he's just putting out paper and he's, they accuse you uh, in any way of being uh, emotionally incapable of doing what you were doing technically as an engineer to do these filing well they tried to sit down and say that but like my daughter youngest daughter was born eight weeks premature while i was finishing the last semester of my school which was by far the hardest and had to deal with an ex that was going through like postpartum or something and dealing with a premature baby so i mean like if i <laughs> that's not a big deal right like dealing with that is worse than dealing with filing some papers and dealing with the the divorce issue because it's a, a little baby that may not live with an adult it's like well you're old and older people understand stuff you might not get along but you're not worried about the kid dying it's completely different mm -hmm. right so mm -hmm. i mean that was a kid walk in the park compared to having to deal with the premature baby right so mm -hmm. put that in perspective now uh we're now uh, almost into 2024 uh, you haven't backed away uh i, I assume uh, despite all the tax and persecution and and arrest uh, how long did they hold you by the way i was there for almost three weeks being drugged and i don't even know what they were giving me um because it's i started to lose bladder function and i was not the same for like about six months after i got it they were giving me something very heavy and it was disgusting and it was off the books they, were they sedating you i mean why, why why were they uh giving you why were they drugging you well they they said that i had religious and persecutory delusions and that that i was a threat for violence and all of these things and i'm like when you arrested me and threw my daughter down i prayed right like i mean they did that with, with the intent to irritate me because no father wants to see their daughter being ragged all like that and manhandled. And so I prayed because I knew if I did something wrong, they wanted, they want to shoot me because I knew the evidence that I had is why they were doing what they were doing. And so, I mean, the, the only reasonable thing I do is pray. And so, and then I got the information from freedom of information requests that the police said that I got arrested the day before the the health authority said i got arrested the day before and uh because the, the warrant that they had was issued on july 22nd resisting arrest for an arrest that took place on july 23rd which is impossible because that's a reactionary offense right uh -huh. and so 
that that's conspiracy right there right like i mean yeah and and ladies and gentlemen i do want to say this every single legal instance where they perpetrate this judicial violence upon their targets uh i will say this i have personal first-hand knowledge that they use very sophisticated they call it legal intelligence software and they can reverse engineer an indictment on anybody. They use AI technology. They gather all of your social media stuff. When you're a target, they grab all of your data, right? That's publicly available and not so public. If they're the government, they have access to it. And they reverse engineer uh, the attacks upon you. They do this not just frequently. They did it to me in federal cases and we exposed it. Uh, there's a system at the time, it was called Palantir um, uh, Mint. Palantir Mint, legal intelligence software. Uh, the DOJ has the advantage uh, of that. It's AI based and they basically allow this artificial intelligence software to craft even their cross-examination at trials and stuff like that to ensure a win. Uh, and, and you may not have even committed a crime. They say, what, what do they want, you know, the end result to be? Well, we want this guy indicted for stuff. How are we going to be able to do that? And AI says, well, he's got this financial issues. He's got some domestic issues. He's got, you know, a child custody battle. We can blah, 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 blah. And just ask him a few questions and you will be able to legally establish that he's mentally incompetent and blah, 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 blah. And they railroad you and ultimately silence you. 2020 this took place here we are in almost 2024 you have not stopped i'm going to put you and i'm going to allow you to speak to our listening audience as to what they may they have to be aware of and concerned about a and then i also want you to speak to those that should ever think that they'll be able to stop you and let them know that the truth is going to come out and ultimately these these followers of bail are going to be held to account yes well we have to look at what's happening right now we're watching a repeat of 2019 and they're using the same thing and when you have people like this that are desperate and they're losing their narrative they're going to resort to force and they may not have used something deadly before, but they won't hesitate to use something like that to try to gain compliance. And when you look at what they're talking about with children being the target of this new diseases that are coming out, you can see where this is going to go. And we have to stop this right now. We can't let this go any further. We have to make sure that we protect our children. And we don't want to expose our children to anything that they can use to harm us or poison our children. Because it's one thing going after adults, but going after children, especially with you see what they were doing previous to this whole new pathogen coming out, we have to stop them from targeting our children. We need to take action. And uh, I'll, I'll say that, you know, at the end of the day, I serve God. I'm a Christian. I fear God more than man, right? You might be able to destroy the body, but you're not the one that's going to throw the body and soul into hell. And so at the end of the day, I, I believe, read the Bible, it says God wins. 
So no matter what you do, you're going to lose. doesn't matter what you do to me. God's still going to win. And he brought me through all of this so that people could get the benefit because God loves his children and he wants his children to benefit from it. And he's a God of love and he's also a God of justice. And judgment will come for those who do this wickedness because people need their rights. The rights come from God, not from the government. Governments were instituted among men and they divide rights. They're just powers from the consent of the go government. You're there to protect rights, not to grant them. So you also work for the people, not the other way around. So if you're not going to follow the law, then the people have the right to enforce the law because the government's a function. You're not, not, you don't have your human rights. You do your job to fulfill the will of the people and the laws and the constitution of your country. And that's it. And you break that, you will be held accountable and the people are going to be taking their power back because God gave us the law to protect us. When we have the blood of Christ and we're not under the penalty of the law, it protects us and we will use it to defend ourselves. And that's what we do. We don't, we don't do what the criminals do. We do what God does. And we follow a leader that he's never lost the battle. So by all means, try and fight God. See how well it works. It's never worked out for anyone before. It's not going to happen now. So that's really where I got to say, right? Support Amen. the people mm -hmm. who are going to be standing up. Amen to that. And, uh, you know, I, I, um, I, I couldn't have, have said it uh, any better as to, you know, as to what the end result will be for them. They need to realize it. Uh, and we are very confident um, in fulfilling our roles. I'm willing to walk through the valley of the shadow of death and fear absolutely no evil whatsoever because we know that he's with us. We're going to go forth. And every bit of work that I do as one of his warriors is to prepare the battlefield for his coming. He's coming. And if you want to deny that all you want, it's not us you need to worry about. It's him. You, you can stop us. You'll never be able to stop him. He's coming. And vengeance will be his. Uh, and we know this. And that's not a radical concept. That's not you know, uh, to give you something uh, as to justification to say that you're, you know, you're, you're not right of mind because you believe that we're in a spiritual battle. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, you know, religious expressions uh, and beliefs and the protections put in our constitutions uh, wasn't to limit us. It was to prevent the government from restricting our ability to speak like this isn't that true absolutely but it's also what made it even more offensive is that i wanted to protect children and i wanted to protect people from being killed and because my bible says thou shalt not kill and that you shouldn't do filthy children somehow that made me crazy mm. and i'm like that's insane yeah there's there is a pattern here that in the courtroom, the federal judges with the black robes uh, are openly uh, demonizing those. There, there was um, a defendant in the January in one of the January six cases, and she was concerned about the harm being done to children. 
and the judge had admonished her as a conspiracy theorist because her mission was to protect children and expose human trafficking, child sex trafficking that we know exists. And he actually added additional sentencing time because she showed no remorse and she was a conspiracy theorist on those grounds. So our, <laughs> this is amazing, isn't it? But there's a pattern here, isn't there? Yes, I actually interviewed uh, that uh, uh, girl on the Karis Project. and Kirsten Nemoa. Yes, and I've been talking with her mom and helping her because nobody helped her with her her appeal and stuff like that mm. left her hanging out to dry and that's terrible but i one thing i did i actually started to track cases and began to run statistical analysis on cases and look at judicial decisions and what i noticed is that when you had election interference or treason you got pushed back and if you had child sex trafficking or human trafficking you got pushed back but if you had the two together which is what I noticed in my case, you had an increase in punishment. So wherever you saw those things together, you saw an increase in the retaliation for the judicial system. And the state courts were actually worse than the federal courts because the states have more power to keep out the federal encroachment. So what I, I also, one of the South Carolina district court judges talked about the election interference in her orders because I actually filed something prior to the 2022 midterms that outlined the circumstances that were used to interfere with the 2020 elections and what the the DHS did with my oldest daughter by in, engaging in human trafficking and then the torture and all of these other things in order to carry out what they did in 2020 and the judge unconstitutionally extended it for 275 days so that it wouldn't come out before the midterms to allow the same thing to happen and this is this is insane when you're watching what the judici judiciary is doing because they're using civil courts to now then institute treasonous activities but you're going to expect also more punishment for donald trump in a state court than you will in a, in, in a federal court. And this is what I determined from watching how the state courts were in retaliating against people. They are far worse than the federal courts. It's disgusting. Yes, it is. And uh, it is not a conspiracy theory that government uh, is scooping up, shall I say scooping, getting children in New York State. Uh, the governor of New York, Ochil, she tried to get uh, the bureaucracy to approve a procedure where they, if they determine that you're um, a potential health risk to society, they can put you in a, uh, in a, in a quarantine camp uh, without any due process. And even admitted in open court that you'll get your due process after you're released, after the effect. I don't know if you know this. But CPS, for instance, can go and pull children out of homes with arrest authority, full law enforcement authority, the full force of the government now being pointed towards, and, and, and you're raising the alarm, and you, you did before we came on uh, for this interview, that they're coming after the children.
very, very aggressively with the full force of the government, correct? Oh, yes. Like during COVID, after the implementation of COVID, the amount of uh, especially domestic child trafficking skyrocketed. You're seeing a lot of people coming in across the border. That's of concern. But the domestic child trafficking is of greater concern because they're doing this to break the will of the parents and the people who would be likely to resist. And so they're using the child protective services and the courts to go in and give the child to the most unreasonable parent, the one that'll allow them to get jabbed with a bioweapon. And they're using like extort using the courts to manufacture charges against the parents who are resisting the tyranny or any type of government um, encroachment that's violating the constitution that the current administration is doing and they're going after their children and stealing them unlawfully and children effectively have no rights protected by the government based on the way that they're operating the family courts and the child protective services and if children have no rights then neither do you and they're favoring in their rulings uh, the, the parent that is profiled to be uh, more compliant with their unconstitutional regulations, um, correct? Absolutely. And if they don't have a parent, like they'll take them and put them into state custody, like inside of the evidence packages that I submitted into Michigan into the for the uh, petition for redress of grievances. Um, there's evidence that they are take the the child protective services were taking children and putting them with convicted pedophiles, right? And and like yes, and then there's other state petitions that are going to be going up where mothers a mother was put into breach of probation for some probation that didn't exist twice so that they could take away her bond and then extort her children saying that if you and her lawyers like well if you cooperate and let let the uh the them take your child we can get you out of prison really excuse me or having them come over state lines and then just handing over the child with the law enforcement when that child's residence is is with the mother in a different state these are things that are happening because of covid hmm. and because they slow down the court processes they block you from getting things done well, this is a, 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 almost overwhelming um uh, but don't uh, listen if you're a viewer and, and you're hearing of this um it, it it is probably uh psychologically has an overwhelming effect because they've been operating in the darkness and they've been allowed to build this this bureaucracy, this infrastructure, and now we're finding out about it. Um, but do not lose hope uh, that by your you know persistence uh, and and staying true uh, to you know our you know it's a God-centered approach to exposing this, sharing it. We have to share this ourselves. The media is not on our side. They're gonna not gonna help put this out. Uh, the mainstream or legacy media is not going to. So. Uh, feel a sense of empowerment that we the people if we share this enough there's an acceleration a grand awakening of people we outnumber them uh, the only way that they can operate is to do so in the darkness right now I said this to you sunlight is the best disinfectant and things happen really fast when you shine a light on it so I want to ask everybody to share this episode as if our children's lives depend on it because they do there's 
this is not a conspiracy theory. Uh, the government has admitted 100,000 children now have gone missing and that have come over the border. This is our, our government that is shuttling them. They have the most sophisticated human and child trafficking network system. They have camps set up right over the border, specifically set up for children. They've, they're missing 100,000 children. And they have the most sophisticated technology. Uh, they, they could actually chip people if they wanted to and track them within two centimeters. I mean, they, they have that level of sophistication. It's amazing how the people that have that technology in their hands are missing 100,000 children. How convenient. How convenient. But we can stop them. Sir, I want you to, I, I want to follow up with you. This is not going to be your um, your last visit here. We have to continue on. You your your pursuits since twenty since twenty twenty haven't stopped. Um, the advance advancement of your cases. We want follow ups with that. Um, what are the next steps in exposing this on on a, on a grand scale? You've, you're connected to all the right people, of course. Um, and how, what can we do to help support your efforts to ensure that these people are exposed and brought to accountability? Well, one of the things that I'm doing is, is I'm working on a few initiatives to teach people. Like I've been wiped out financially and I'm, you know, I have some uh, business initiatives that I'm working on, like whatever you can do to, you know, go pay for your products, whether you need engineering services and so forth, or if you want to donate directly just to get the stuff in the hands of people, you can do that, whatever way works for you. I want to teach people to do these things for themselves because I'm just one man, but it's like you looked in, in, the, in, in the early church, what did they do in the book of Acts? They taught people how to do this and they instructed people how to teach other people because this knowledge belongs in the hands of the people. We got here because we were ignorant to our laws. And now we need to understand that for ourselves. They, they took deliberate steps to dumb us down so that we would be wholly ignorant of this. And so this is the right of the people to know the laws that were designed to protect them. Because when you know these laws, then you know how to go and properly address your government to get them to do what you they are supposed to do. Because when that contract is broken between the government and the people, it is up to the people to enforce that. And there are powerful tools within each country's constitution, the most powerful in the United States, to go ahead and to get your redress. And you need to exercise those things. And there are multiple things to do. And people just need to coordinate their efforts, right? And this is what, what this is here for. The criminal complaint packages that are there, anybody can go and file. It actually ties everybody together because we're all affected by treason, terrorism, and so forth. No matter what it was, the human trafficking is part of it. And, and the filth being done in the schools, the COVID response, basically anything that was exasperated by COVID is fair game because that was where the, the hot war began. And we need to stop that and work together because there's only a few of them compared to all of us. So we shouldn't be bending over for like a handful of people. We have God-given rights and God is with us. The law is on our side. And so we need to come together 
and do this for our kids because these people are sick they're disgusting and they worship the devil like it's the only thing they can sit down you rape kids and traffic children you worship satan i don't even care mm. that's just the way this Amen to that. Sir, I, I thank you for taking the time out. I hope you think I've done, uh, this is our first visit together. I'm a lay person. I'm not a, you know, an engineer by trade, um, but no one needs to be. Uh, use your intuition. Use, uh, you know, what, what, God, what God gave you, uh, a sense of dis discernment. Pray for that if you don't have it, right? And, and, and it'll come to you. Um, it's a gift, isn't it? Um, it's oh, a yes. gift that's, that's, that's given to us uh, by him. You just need to ask him for it, and he will absolutely amaze you. It doesn't. You don't have to be an engineer to figure out what what uh, what these demonic forces are doing to us. Well, no, it's 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 not hard to see when someone's doing something wrong to you or your brother. That's right. And you need to make sure that it doesn't happen because if they take liberty from one person, they've taken it from us all. And That's this right. is one of the biggest things that they did was they made us divided because if they divided us, then they could conquer us. But when we come together, no, they can't do that. That's absolutely right. That's been the theme of, uh, of this day. Actually, we started out the day, uh, uh, you know, in, in our episodes. And ladies and gentlemen, I, I want you to continue to stay tuned. And, and sir, I want, uh, I hope that you'll accept uh, my offer to bring you on for further updates and education, bring public awareness, and give everybody a sense of hope and empowerment. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely, I'll come on and teach people like people need to know the truth. Awesome. Stay right there. It's changing lives everywhere. Ingesting collagen peptides alone is not very helpful. This is where most products fall short and where Bella Grace changes everything. Unlike other products, the Bella Grace Elixir controls the gene switches which activate collagen creation and disables the enzymes that break down the matrix. Bella Grace Elixir contains Verisol, the world's best and most clinically studied form of collagen. These elite collagen peptides influence the skin's collagen metabolism directly from the inside. Nature's most powerful antioxidant, 6,000 times more potent than vitamin C. Astereal astaxanthin prevents the activation of gene switches that drive inflammation and activates the gene switch responsible for cellular repair and longevity, forming bridges across cell membranes, protecting them from free radical attack. Amazonian cat's claw suppresses the enzymes that degrade collagen and our skin matrix caused by oxidants and inflammation. It simply turns the switch off. The world's most studied collagen, plus activating the genes that make collagen, plus switching off the genes that break down collagen, has resulted in something the world has never experienced. The Bella Grace Elixir. Start your 30-day Bella Grace Challenge today.
I've been uh, asking everybody. Of course, we need to take a look at the positive side of things, right? That episode right there, that interview, I mean, is so important to share, okay? It's so important to share. He's out of Canada. Um, Dr. David Martin he's in contact with. He's in contact with, uh, I'm going to put him in touch with uh, Tom Rents, right? He's discovered, he's made some discoveries that really not a lot of people were even aware that when you go into your dental clinic, they're literally blowing COVID into your face, okay? Or a medical facility. They're doing it intentionally. They love spreading COVID. They made the COVID, they spread the COVID. They love that. But guess what? Uh, we can bring public awareness. It's not going to happen through the mainstream media because because their broadcast is brought to you by Pfizer, right? Um, yeah. So what we do is it is a little-known mechanism that helps propel it, propel the show, propel the information, put it up on the top uh, 50 leaderboard. Uh, at the bottom of the leaderboard, it's easy to get to the top 50 because right now we have, you know, uh, 1,700, 2,000, just on Rumble alone, right? Right now, active. You punch that button, you send it up the lowest on the leaderboard. If 653 is the lowest. Um, so of the 1,700 people that we have, right? If we had 1,700 people participating, boom. We'll literally go right next to Dan Bongino and reach... Tens of thousands of more people with this vital information. Or you can opt out of that and not do that and suppress it. So not only do we have people trying to kill us, we have, um, unfortunately, you don't want to be one. I mean, no, none of our listeners want to be one of those individuals that just wants to sit on it and suppress it so that other people will die. Right? Do you mm -hmm. agree? So... I ask you to just mash that rumble button to share it. Okay. Do that. Thank so you very Pete, much. Uh, I have I, breaking news. Well, I have to say that interview was one of the most important interviews we've done in a long time. And it is. It is. Please hit the rumble button. It's easy to do. Just go over if you haven't hit it now. And we, we get, send and, that into and the what, stratosphere. And what it's do important. we what do we get in return? Uh, you know, are, are we going to make money doing it? No, not at all. We're literally we've got a mechanism to promote the information, right, for mm -hmm. free. And and we have a great relationship with Rumble. Rumble. We've partnered with Rumble. We have a great relationship with Lindell TV. Mm -hmm. um, all you need to do is just push it out there. Don't, you know, don't be like those other people on planet Earth that, did, you know, they just sit on it, you know, and, 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 and just let people die, you know, and don't let them get the information that they need to get. Don't do that. I'm mm -hmm. trying to be funny, I guess. Um, we don't do that. Push that thing out there. All yeah. right. Push it out there. All right. 100%. It's a great I, interview. I, I love, I'll Good tell job. you what, I love, I've, I've formed a, a bond uh, a, a godly bond with a great soul, Dale Richardson. Mm -hmm. um, you have to feel. You have to feel. Amazing. 
uh, compassion in your heart for mm-hmm. the following, that he wants to push the truth out there and look at what they're willing to do to harm his beautiful daughter. Mm-hmm. Remember I, I showed you um, uh, some more featuring, you know, his daughter, I, I said, isn't she, is she so beautiful? She is. Yeah. Could you imagine a man uh, who's, tr- you know, doing his work and it's a God-centered work mm-hmm. and they're harming his daughter. She's on the run right now, by the way. Mm-hmm. Last night, um, w- I made telephone calls to make sure that, that she has safe harbor. Okay? So I want you to know that. Yeah. All right? I hope uh, the people that you called listened or are going to listen to that interview, mm-hmm. um, I think they're going to be shocked. And this isn't just a Canadian problem, as you guys heard. No, she's it, in the United States, by the way. It, yeah, she's in the United States right now, mm-hmm. and she's being threatened here in the States. But as you guys heard, uh, this crossed the border in the torture of Dale and his daughter has crossed the border into the United States. Right. And okay. that's why we should be concerned and and help them in any way that we can. Mm-hmm. I think Absolutely. he's a great resource. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Please visit his links and act accordingly. And you're not powering up. What are we talking about here? I'm looking in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Um. Hit the up button next to the chat. Okay, good. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, my God. I pray for her safety. Melissa Noe, seriously. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, last night I I found out um, because I, I, you know, I asked more questions off the air of Dale. um, Man to man. You know, um, everyone should know I have two, you know, beautiful daughters. We all do. They're all beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. To us, our daughters are the most beautiful, precious things on earth. Um, you know, I mean, it would get to the point, really. Uh, I mean, well, what, 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 do, what do you do, you know, when they're going to be harming your daughter like that? What do you mm-hmm. do? You continue putting out the truth? Uh, I mean, it was such an urgent situation, let's put it that way. Uh, everybody say a prayer. Um, she, she's a, a brave soul as well. She's been sexually assaulted. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Anyways. Um, so let's do our part, push this out there. Let's, uh, let's get them as much awareness as possible. Bring light to the situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bring light to the situation. Yeah, Melissa, you know, it would be freaking. Yeah, excellent interview as usual. Pete, thank you for everything. Thank you very much, uh, Trump Cal for life. All right, now listen, I have um, I have breaking news. Ready? You, you want to hear it? Yeah, I do. I have already sent. Uh, I've already sent a message uh, to him. And this is what I said before I tell you who it's about. Mm-hmm. I said... Hold on. I just got a message.
here it is. I'm texting with someone who's just been released. Oh, Owen Schroyer. Yeah, good. Love you, brother. Yeah, we knew that it was going to happen. I said, get back to work. Let's go, baby. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, he has been released. And so Owen Schroyer will be back on the air. Now, he said on his Twitter, Pete, that he would be talking to everyone today. Uh, we haven't been able to, we haven't been able to hit to, to look to see if he's posted anything yet. Uh, but uh, congratulations, Owen, you made it through it, you know, and he got out, you know, listen, they say he got out because of, uh, because of uh, good behavior, but check this out. They punished him the whole time he was in there because they said he was exhibiting bad behavior. I think that the reason they let him out because, and I'm going to give Matt Gates and uh, some of the uh, some of the media, alternative media, big kudos here because they kept pressure on on uh, the judicial system because of what they did to Owen Schwarter. And, and let me tell you, it was bad press. You send someone to prison, right? I mean, you send someone to prison like they did Pete, like they did the Bundys and all of the Bundy defendants. When that happens, there is a public outcry that cannot be dismissed, right? We kept pressure on the government the whole time Pete was in, and the whole time he was in jail. We kept pressure on Oregon. We kept pressure on Nevada. Uh, and and there's a lot to be said about oh that, my God. right, Pete? I love when Owen. You, I do. I, I know I, he's such a great kid. I do. You know I what I told? I shouldn't call him a kid. People get upset. No, when I no, do no, that, no. But... He's he's such a great soul. He Everybody really, really is. Good Christian man. Yeah. And you know, uh, yeah. Listen, I you know I, I I don't I don't want to disclose too much of the private stuff. I said, but uh, let's talk about what I always talk about publicly. I said, Owen. Mm -hmm. You know, I hope you spend the whole time in solitary confinement. Mm -hmm. Because I'll tell you what. Uh, those were the moments where I was forged in the fire. Mm -hmm. And on the other side of it, no matter how terrible it feels to be in this situation, you will come out stronger on the other side. Mm -hmm. You will come out stronger. Yeah. And I said, you feeling mm -hmm. it? You feeling it? So, uh, you know, I say oh, yeah. my friend, our friend, our mm -hmm. fellow godly warrior, our fellow godly warrior. You know, let, let me do this. I'm going to, uh, just in case I can't catch up with him, hopefully he's, he's just bombarded. He, he will um, be. I'm going to say this, okay? Um, let me do this. I'll send a message out, uh, an open message to, uh, to Owen Schroyer. Uh, love you, brother. And I, I told everybody, let's, um, we're going to rally behind uh, our friend, our fellow godly warrior, Owen Schroyer, um, who's been forged in the fire, mm -hmm. and he stood tall. He did in the face of tyranny. He did. Um, of course, a, a, a political target. If his voice 
hadn't been so important, um, they they wouldn't have pursued him in the fashion that they did. Um, Owen, welcome back. I said, uh, you know, uh, when you went in it, you know, you hear it from me, Pete Santilli, the political prisoner, and blah, blah, blah. I'm all experienced. And I said that you would come out stronger on the other side. I know you're feeling it right now, right now. And I, I'm, 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 I, I know what that is, okay? You are stronger now, having been forged in the fire. And, and now I know that as we're going to be side by side, shoulder to shoulder, all of us, our viewing audience, uh, you at the, at the helm on your one-way communicator, um, leading us here in a matter of days into uh, one of the most important years of our life, a 2024. Um, the year of retribution. So better prepared in mind, body, and spirit. I know this. Um, and, and, and I did through my experience. Deb, I say this all the time. Is it mm-hmm. not true that I'm, you know me before and after? Yes. Am I not? A, I'm a better Christian man. Mm-hmm. Am I not? 100%. 100% a better Christian man. Mm-hmm. And am I not stronger? Yes. <laughs> You definitely are. And I think what happens when you're put in a situation like that and like we were, and, and this is like even the wives and families of, of people who are caught up in this thing, we become stronger too. And, and you have, you learn how to, to, how to develop tunnel vision. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Owen, it's been great watching uh, his new Twitter page on on X, right? Um, he's been counting down the days, and he has not been afraid to put out that he's coming out and and hell is coming with him. Yes, he's he's being very honest that you know he's going to be. If they thought it was, if they thought that he was a force to reckon with before, guess what? Mm-hmm. Guess what's getting ready to happen with Owen? I, I don't know exactly uh, if he will still be on paper. I'm assuming that he will. On paper is a term uh, where you're, you're under supervision by the government, on mm-hmm. probation or whatever, for what period of time? And right. I forget how long he was under. he's going to be under supervision. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there will be things that he that he will have to do to keep himself from going back to jail. And that is just a fact. That's going to happen. Yes. Um, But Pete went through the same thing. Actually, Mm -hmm. Pete went through three years of it when he got out. That was somebody coming to our house. And my probation officer felt really bad about that. Somebody coming. Didn't he? Yes. Somebody coming to our house, going Mm -hmm. through our stuff. He had to... Uh, for three years, y'all. Seriously. Yeah. So, so Owen, our message on behalf of our uh, 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 viewing audience, I'm going to send this to him, you guys. And I, 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 uh, I don't think anybody uh, opposes me speaking on all of our behalf. Mm-hmm. Owen, uh, we love you. We not not just you know standing with you is cliche. Okay. Yeah. You're backed up by a credible threat of <laughs> us. Okay. He's, uh, 
our it, entire it, listening audience. Uh, everybody. And, oh, and if you can see the chat room right now, you would see how much support you have with our listening audience. Yes. We love you. Yeah. Uh, we're proud of you. Proud Stay of you. the course. Keep yourself safe, but never, ever, ever back down. Never ever. back down. No, oh. We're going to quadruple down. 2024, baby. Let's go. Let's go. And I know you can feel it. Mm -hmm. I said you were going to be stronger on the other side. And, and now just confirm it with me, don't you? You feel strong, baby. Mm -hmm. And what's beautiful about this is that not only is he feeling strong, but he makes us feel stronger. Yeah, that's because right. Because he just went through, he just went through hell. I mean, he was yeah. only being fed once a day. They kept him in solitary confinement. They they mind effed him mm. every chance they got. They would let him out for a day, you know, mm -hmm. and then they would put him right back in solitary confinement. Yep. That's uh, right. For the smallest indiscretion. That's right. Uh, they really messed with him. All right, you guys. So, but uh, one of his last ones, his last uh, post feed was that, you know, uh, being caged 20 and being put in a cage 24 seven is not fun. Right. He said, but you get used to it. You get used to it. And then it makes you, it, it makes you stronger. So, yeah. Um, you know, you know what I did? I, I didn't, um, uh, just, you know, pull back and within myself have to cope and deal with it. I didn't, I didn't do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I, you know what I did? What? I reminded my captors that you cannot here keep me in a box mm -hmm. and think that you're going to contain what I have. Like you can't contain what I have inside my soul. You you cannot. There. It, this is not rehabilitation. This is mm -hmm. not punishment. Uh, this is for me to tell you uh, that, that that you're working for an evil force, mm -hmm. and and you coming against me will do nothing. Will do nothing. Remember to break what my, they you did. You can break. You can incarcerate me, but you can't break my spirit. Remember what they did to Clive and Bundy. Mm. Uh, Clive and Bundy was in solitary confinement for what, almost a year. Mm -hmm. No human contact yeah, in right, the beginning of all that. That's right. He was not allowed to have any kind of human contact. And Clive and Bundy is a very social person. He he loves human contact. If you know Clive and you know that he hugs. And he nice just guy. loves to yeah. be loves to with talk people to and loves to talk. Mm -hmm. And the guards were not permitted to even talk to him. So there was one guard who every day would come by and slip, what was it, a piece of candy under mm -hmm. Cliven's door. Mm -hmm. And that was the only human contact he was allowed to have. He For wasn't months. allowed to have home visits. I mean, mm -hmm. visits from his family or anything. They finally uh, eased up on that. But he was treated like Hannibal Lecter. Mm -hmm. It was so horrifying what mm -hmm. they did to Clive and Bundy. I, I would love to hear uh, or see Clive and Bundy write his own book someday about about things like that. But when, you know, because we were um, in touch with the attorneys and we had inside information about what was happening mm -hmm. on the inside of that jail uh, or his holding, uh, 
you know, we were just heartbroken. It was everybody, terrible. Uh, it was be, terrible how he was Everybody treated. be sure to tune in to, uh, to Alex Jones so we can hear from, uh, from Owen Schroyer. I'm sure Alex is going to get the exclusive. I'd like to scoop Alex, but you know, that, <laughs> that's, not <good> <laughs> that's his boss. So, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that, I mean, that's his, his, his home beacon yeah. uh, uh, to broadcast. So uh, everybody uh, say, always say a prayer for Owen. Um, mm -hmm. I asked him, I said, uh, did you get lots of mail? <laughs> did you get, cause you know, the Patriot you know, mail project we pushed, uh, hopefully the, you got a bunch the Patriot of mail. mail project and a couple of other, yeah. uh, projects that we're pushing. Uh, for people to write Owen, and he did put out, he, listen, he put what? out this uh, message on Twitter where he said, thank God for the people who write me because that's what I do. I read your letter. Is that true? That's great yeah. news, right? Yeah. I, I didn't catch that. That's great news. Well, yeah. you know what? I'll get him booked to come on, okay? I'll get Owen booked to come on. Let's do it. I'm so proud of him right now. Yep. What an example to all of us. We can endure. We can endure okay. whatever they bring at us. You yeah. guys, Bella Grace, okay? Oh boy, am I a huge advocate. You're gonna find out why over the coming weeks and months. Go to pete.bellagraceglobal.com. We'll be uh, right back, ladies and gentlemen, right after this. Good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your my pillow products: mattress topper, bed sheets, my pillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Whoa, whoa, Charles! Everyone now can get my pillow products at huge discounts at mypillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to mypillow.com or call. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Whoa, whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six piece My Towels for only $29.98 or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm gonna extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo With key ingredients supported by over 80 clinical trials. The exclusive formulation of the Bella Grace Elixir is changing lives everywhere. Ingesting collagen peptides alone is not very helpful. 
This is where most products fall short and where Bella Grace changes everything. Unlike other products, the Bella Grace Elixir controls the gene switches which activate collagen creation and disables the enzymes that break down the matrix. Bella Grace Elixir contains Verisol, the world's best and most clinically studied form of collagen. These elite collagen peptides influence the skin's collagen metabolism directly from the inside. Nature's most powerful antioxidant. 6,000 times more potent than vitamin C, Astoreal Astaxanthin prevents the activation of gene switches that drive inflammation and activates the gene switch responsible for cellular repair and longevity, forming bridges across cell membranes, protecting them from free radical attack. Amazonian Cat's Claw suppresses the enzymes that degrade collagen and our skin matrix caused by oxidants and inflammation. It simply turns the switch off. The world's most studied collagen, plus activating the genes that make plus switching off the genes that break down collagen, has resulted in something the world has never experienced. The Bella Grace Elixir. Start your 30-day Bella Grace Challenge today. monetize this okay because mm -hmm. uh, uh, people that are they're 2024 the most important year of our entire lives we're gonna make 1776 look like a, a, a lily pad okay it's a lily pad just launching point uh, by the way this isn't a violent right-wing rhetoric that's you know that's that's what a Marxist says Sure. Um, I, I'm I'm even talking about helping. Actually, my main focus is to help the Democrats here in Ohio specifically. Want to know something? Right. This is a fact. Actually, multiple facts. You ready? Mm-hmm. Clinton Curtis gave testimony here in Ohio. Okay. About how he designed, and he's a Democrat. And he yes. spoke to Jerry Nadler, and they questioned him. He's a Democrat, and he was hired by the Republicans. Florida Senator Tom Feeney, right? That's right. To design an election fraud system to overthrow elections over the and and by the way, he was working for the Bushes, right? He designed the software program to overthrow the elections to make Florida red. Yes. Okay, so here, uh, not Florida, sorry, Florida, uh, Ohio, red. It was Ohio. It was Ohio, red. Yes. So uh, the Democrats don't know this. They were complaining about it. They thought something was going on. Mm -hmm. Somebody wanted to come forward 
Oh, yeah. Hold on one second. Deb Jordan. Give me it. Yep. Uh. All righty. Okay. Okay. So he's going to, um, I just confirmed. Okay. Um, uh, oh, he needs to rejuvenate, right? Uh, Absolutely. Get his legs back under him. But, you know, I'm not going to be, you know, not asking him to, you know, to come on, right? <laughs> but I said whenever he's ready, he's going to come on the show. Okay. We're going to do a segment together. Yeah, I know right. he would. He's so amazing. He, um, yep. Yep, we'll Remember, give him some time. it took you it took you a good two weeks before you could acclimate and get all of everything that you needed to get done and, and coordinate with... Uh, the powers that be and get everything set back up and just get your head out of the jail and get it back into the real world. It takes a minute. It takes a minute to do that. And, uh, you know, just, we have to give him time, but I'm uh, sure he's going to be somewhere on a camera today. So we'll be watching for that and everybody please support Owen. Um, he has, he's been through a lot. It's pretty traumatic. He fought hard. And really, he it was like Tyler Nixon advised him. He had no other way out other than to take a plea deal. And, I mean, look, you know, sometimes it that's a pretty... Sometimes you have to look at that as a win... Because, you know, in the Bundy, in the Bundy trial in Nevada, Pete ended up taking a plea deal after spending two years in jail because, because he was facing four life sentences, his mother was dying, and there's all of these extenuating circumstances, right, that will, you know, that you look at and you say, look, you know, uh, this is just unwinnable. For me you know right now so um you know tyler nixon advised him and i'm sure his own attorneys were advising him look you know you take this plea deal and you're gonna get you're not even gonna do the full two months and it'll it, this is going to be done so that's what he did mm -hmm. and we need to support him in that yep. decision yeah. That personal I just, hard choice. Yeah, I just told him. Because he would have went to jail for five years or more. Hey, if you guys want to help support this, uh, I've already offered up on behalf of us, okay? Mm -hmm. I said, go get a steak, okay? Yeah. What's your favorite steak restaurant? <laughs> Be careful, not too quick, though. I said, BOP bologna sucks, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you know he wants, what's the first thing I did? Oh, the first thing you did was like. Sat down. I want. I said, what would you like to have? And you were joking and you said, I want, mm. um, what'd you say? A 45, a, a cold, uh, yeah. beer. Yeah. What, what was that? A uh, beer. You said, I want a beer and I want a cigarette and I'm going to sit right on the curb in front of the place where we buy it and smoke yeah. my ciggy and drink my beer. It was so hilarious. I tried, and he only, didn't do that. The only way I was going to go out in the yard, funny. by the way, I didn't like going out in the uh, exercise yard. I said, mm -hmm. the only way I'm going to go out there is if uh, they'd have a drone come drop me an old English 840 <laughs> ounce and it, a pack yeah. of Newports. That's what you wanted, right? yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Bella But we Grace, ended up uh, the day hmm. after, Chris, uh, uh, Chris Kitsy, right? Oh, came yeah. 
flew into Las Vegas and we ended up going to this Italian steakhouse and mm-hmm. Pete had a huge steak. Oh yeah. And salad and baked potato and he you would have thought heaven had come to earth. It's those little things, right? That's just right. His, being with good friends and having a nice meal. That's right. And just seeing him sitting in the chair beside me after two years, you guys, it was just, um, I can't even explain to you how, you know, surrealistic it was. It was like an out of body experience. We didn't know how to act, did we? I mean, it was just like, ah, look at we're, we're, it's hilarious. Oh, and I'm texting him right now. Right. Yeah. Uh, he goes, I always trade, because I said, uh, BOP bologna's the worst. I always traded mine. And I said, for the cookies? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He's going to so have hilarious. a lot of stories to tell Pete. And I, yeah. I really can't wait until he uh, makes that statement today. And I'm sure he's going to. And then get back on the air and get back to work. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, freaking love that kid. You know Mm -hmm. that? I do. Very brave. I do. Yep. Very brave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, Good for him, right? I was always told not to say anything about the cookies. <laughs> oh, boy. Some of the greatest uh, stories that came out after all, all the guys were released were about their how they survived in jail. Right. So he's, he's literally got some freaking street cred right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? As far as being a political prisoner, you know what I mean? The stories he's going to tell, I mean, every mm-hmm. single interaction, I mean, he's an American patriot. He's a godly war. I'm sure he led, uh, I'm sure he went into, uh, the prayer circles. I'm sure he did. Well, he was in he solitary confinement most of the time. So listen, folks, I also, I don't know if he got he the chance an, to do that. He had an impact on the lives of the people. Uh, that were in there with him. Well, he certainly uh, had an impact on our life. Yeah, personally. Yeah. Uh, Owen has been a great friend to Pete. Yeah. And he has. And yep. likewise, Pete to him. And and Roger know, Stone as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Roger Stone. Uh, uh, you know, worked very closely with him. Had a show. Mm-hmm. Um, so so, anyways, you know, I'm I'm. Um, yeah, you know, I had that bond, you know, before he went in, and he's just a just a great, great guy. Uh, not not just on camera. I mean, the work that he does, you know, uh, behind the scenes is mm-hmm. a good thing. Uh, so, anyways, well, speaking and speaking of Roger Stone, I want to say congratulations, Mr. Stone. I believe it's their thirty first anniversary, thirtieth or thirty first. Mm. He put he and his lovely wife. I mean, she's so beautiful. My gosh, she is just. Breathtakingly when is the anniversary? Was yesterday. Oh my god. And goodness. he put out a uh, a photo of them at dinner. That is just a breathtaking photo of those two. It's beautiful. And uh, so if you guys follow Roger or you're on uh, Twitter or any of his social media, Facebook, 
please go check it out and congratulate uh, Roger and his wife for 30, 31 years of marriage. And they've been through a lot. Let me tell you, mm. they've been through a lot. They're a very close couple, beautiful couple. Congratulations, Roger Stone. Congratulations. Yeah. Okay, listen, uh, I did not uh, ever get to this, but I'm going to do it. It's Friday, and I just want to do it for the hell of it, okay? Because mm -hmm. I, I love this guy, all right? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and you know, I, I, I love, like, when I make my telephone calls and I put these, quote-unquote, people on blast. This mm -hmm. morning, for instance, in our market, Ultra, right? Yeah. I played for Craig the call that I made back in 2012 Yeah. to the IMF. <laughs> yeah. And I said, <clears throat> I'd like to speak with a person that just took $2.3 billion and gave it to the Greeks without our <laughs> approval. And I said, yeah. I'm going to call the police, <laughs> right? And they said, uh, no, you can't do that. You need to send us an email. And I said, let me ask you something. If I went to a bank and robbed it and somebody inquired about it, would can I just tell them to send me an email? <laughs> huh? Right. Send an email. Right. But uh, listen to uh, Senator Kennedy. Um, uh, great guy here. All right, listen to this. And then we'll get to Megyn Kelly's report. Mm -hmm. I'll play this. Here we go. Eric, uh, is it not playing? Oh, hold on. Why? 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 Why would that not be playing? There you go. Understand you've been on television a lot. A fair amount. Yes, um, and I understand you you built a uh, a home television studio. Is that right? That's a bit of an exaggeration. I had a laptop on a. Uh, on a stool. <laughs> you, your husband didn't build you a home studio? He did not build me a home studio, no. Okay. Um, let me ask you this. Why do you think that Chicago has become America's largest outdoor shooting range? Do you think it's because of Chicago citizens uh, who have no criminal record, but, but who have a, a awfully a gun in their home for protection or perhaps for hunting? Or do you think it's because of a finite group of criminals who have rap sheets as long as King Kong's arm? So Mississippi, Louisiana, and Missouri actually have higher firearm death rates. Um, obviously, there's certain... What about Chicago? So I don't live in Chicago. It's not my primary area of research. You don't have an opinion on that? I think there's easy access to firearms compared with, combined with environmental conditions, uh, lack of great education. There have actually been studies showing that when you green vacant lots and repair abandoned buildings in urban neighborhoods, you see decreases in gunshots, in violence, as well as in stress and depression in the neighborhoods around them. No disrespect, Doc, but that sounds a lot like word salad to me. Let me ask you this. Um, in, in September of um, this year, our New Mexico governor issued a public health emergency order, and, and she, she suspended the right to bear arms in Albuquerque and the surrounding county. 
Do you support that? I, I do not. What I do support is the work that New Mexico yeah, has but done. Do you with, support that? No. You don't? Okay. Um, let's see. During his first two years as uh, the DA in Philadelphia, District Attorney Krasner, Krasner and Loster dropped 47% of all the illegal firearms cases in the city. Do you agree with that? I'm not a lawyer. I'm a physician and a public health professional. I can say that New Mexico has done amazing work in trying to address the about, suicide and partner I'm violence. I'm asking about Philadelphia. I don't have the an DA opinion. The DA dropped 47% of all the illegal firearms cases. Did he do the right thing there? I don't have an opinion. However, I will say that just as with fentanyl, the spread right. of illicit substances. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm running okay. out of time. Understood. The, the LA District Attorney, uh, George Gasson, Gasson, said that he would not prosecute any uh, sentencing enhancements for guns or gun gang related activity. You, you think he did the right thing? Again, I am neither a lawyer nor a prosecutor. You don't have an opinion on that? I, I honestly don't know enough about it to have an opinion. You, you don't think gangs should be uh, prosecuted for having gu illegal guns? I'm neither a lawyer nor a prosecutor, and I don't. that's not my area of research. But yet you want to take guns away? I've never said from, that I want to take guns away. From law-abiding citizens. Mm. I, I think that you are saying something that I've not said in my written or oral testimony, sir. Okay. Um, you, you equated gun deaths to heart disease in your opening statement. Yes, sir. Which is a greater public health problem, gun deaths or heart disease? So heart disease does kill more folks across the United States, largely in the about end of their life. About 700,000? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gun deaths, about 50,000? Correct. Do you, do you support outlawing fried foods? I, I'm sorry, how does that relate to... Because fried foods contribute to heart disease, don't they? Again, I have not written or said that I support sure outlawing... You're a physician, right? I am. Have I said that I support outlawing anything in my testimony today? Okay. Um, let me ask one more question. She's so, I'm sorry. so logical, isn't she? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh. Right yeah we're going to shut down Popeye's chickens, you bunch of freaking communists. You hey, listen, idiots. it's coming. Huh? If if they if they have universal health care and the government is paying for everybody's health care, guess what's going to happen? Uh -huh. You, in order to get that health care, are not going to be allowed to eat fried yeah. foods. You are not going to be allowed to eat what you want. You will eat what the food Nazis tell you you can. No beef, very little chicken. Oh, meat complete. You will eat the bugs. Okay. And yeah. that's the plan. Yeah. So, so Mr. Kennedy isn't too far off the mark here asking her those questions because if, if she is a far left, a liberal wing nut, yeah. you can bet, and especially a, a physician, you can bet thank, that she's. Thank you, uh, Mr. Chairman. That she's, Sorry uh -oh, about that. You can bet that she's saying in her mind, yeah. You know, I would be you all know, about the government Listen, uh, not letting as, people eat fried food. As we conclude right now, our, uh, that's just a new sponsor. I need to tell you this. Okay. Because guess, mm -hmm. guess who picked this up? Who? Sean. Oh, yeah. And he's, you know, he's young. He's, uh, you know. 
He's a, our board oh, operator, we'll say. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aries Tech. And he took a look at this. He loves how it looks, okay? And he is so intrigued. But at the same time... What's a 20, tattoo that looks like that? 20-something huh? years old, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, understands the importance of the fact that we are immersed. Right now, you're sitting on a platform on the internet um, that is broadcasting EMF, right? Yes. Electromagnetic sure. frequencies. Um, this right here, and, and including, by the way, not just Wi-Fi, not just your cell phone, scientifically uh, proven, and it's patented technology, um, that will really, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> huh? It's time. It is. Go to AriesTech.com. Use promo Hello. code P30. Yeah. Who's this? Well, you're texting me. What is that? Who I am? <laughs> Are no. you kidding me? I think you do. Go to AriesTech.com. Promo code P30. Get 30% off uh, right now. P30 is 30% off, all right? Uh, Beautiful. We'll see you guys on LFA. Uh, this afternoon, join us at Locals at 3.30, 4 o'clock, we kick Hello, off. Who's this? We who's this? will see you then. Well, you're Bye, everybody. Don't you know who I am?